Welcome, welcome Hi. to Llama Carter Live, episode 79. I'm here with, uh, of course, Tim Bartz. And, and Sarah Davis. All right, we are here and we are ramped up back from the Chicago Auto Show to uh, talk about all kinds of things today. And I did not update the uh, little uh, image <laughs> there. But so disregard the uh, the uh, topic because I uh, kind of got busy and got a little behind. And that is not what we're going to talk about later. So <laughs> anyway, we are going to uh, talk a lot about uh, some about the Chicago Auto Show as part of our topic, but also about price protection and some things like that because I've had several emails this week and some things that I'd like to clarify uh, as well. So again, uh, thank you. Hope you guys are having a great, happy Valentine's Day. Um, I'm here and my Valentine is at work as well. She has got conferences tomorrow, so yep. she's uh, working hard. Uh, and I know you got a chance to go out with your husband yeah right? we so. went out for dinner on saturday yeah we watched the kids so that was fun having them over and uh so yeah so all right so hope you guys are having a great valentine's day and you're watching this um so we may have a smaller attendance tonight but that's okay possibly <laughs> that's all right you can always watch it later of course and listen to it on our podcast don't forget we are being re recording this as uh, part of our podcast so hope you guys uh know all the different places you can find our podcast if i find the right clip here uh so there you go a lot of different places so if you're watching this you can see all those different podcasting platforms uh if you already listened to the podcast come on over join us on our youtube channel watch it live with us dark if you want to re-watch this there are some clips when we get to that section uh, where we do show some photos. So you might want to check that out and watch it. Uh, and also, if you want to join in with questions uh, mm -hmm. over on the on YouTube is where you can get that. So make a lot of noise over here. All right. So uh, with that, uh, don't forget to, if you are new to our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, all that good stuff. Don't forget to smash the like button. I uh, really appreciate it as well before you leave. Or if you want to minimize the chat right now and do it, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. So... Um, and uh, of course, um, do you want to welcome in our members? So we do have membership. Sarah, you ready to tell them about that? Or are you trying yes. to get caught? No, we're good. All right. So if you would like to become a member, you go over and click that join button. It's right beside the subscribe button. And that when you click on it, it will give you list all the perks and go over that for you. But if you are an Apple user, you have to do things a little different. You have to go into your desktop browser, or sorry, you go to your browser. And then up there in the link bar, um, where it has the youtube.com, there's a little A and big A, you click on that. And then with that, you go and request desktop mode. And then you'll see it. It refreshes and there it is. Mm -hmm. So you have to be in desktop for that, so yes. And don't forget to, uh, if you are become a member, uh, check out the membership video yeah. that Sarah does. Also, don't forget all the content for membership is mm -hmm. under the membership tab down there. You should get a notification by email, but sometimes you won't always get that. But you can always find that membership content in there. We do two videos a week for our members. Uh, so we do a, a live stream, actually, membership live yeah. on Fridays. Most Fridays. We didn't mm -hmm. last week, but most Fridays at 4 p.m. Central, we'll do a, <laughs> a member live where you can chat with us we love bouncing ideas off of our members uh they're usually the first ones that get exclusive of kind of what we're going to talk about for the next week and also get ideas from them on what we should maybe talk about mm -hmm. so had some great video content from some of our members uh, as well as we do a member lot walk where we well you get a chance to see what we have on our lot as a four dealer we're kind of a i feel like we're kind of a mid-size mm -hmm. four dealer we're not a huge dealer we're not a small dealer we're kind of in the middle 
Um, we are in the middle of farming country, so we have a lot of trucks and that kind of thing. Uh, but we do a really good job of sourcing our used inventory too. So we do mm -hmm. a little, um, oh, plus you get a chance to yeah. see what new fresh vehicles will come in, what vehicles are, are waiting to go out on delivery, that kind of thing. So. As he says, it's not, you're not crazy. You're not talking to yourself if you're making a video. <laughs> That's right. So it's my way of walking a lot, talking to myself. <laughs> nope, I'm talking to my members. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but also speaking of members, we had a really good day today because yes. we had a not only one, not only two, but three truckloads come in at the same time today, including 10 Mavericks. So 27 vehicles came in within like a couple hours. Um, it was a little hectic. Good thing we have a nice big drive. But so we had 10 uh 10 Mavericks come in, uh, 27 total vehicles, F-150s, had a Bronco come in, a Bronco Sport as well. And speaking of membership is what I was going to with this, is one of our members, Maverick Trimmer came in. I did email him already. Mm -hmm. uh, his uh, Ant uh, Atlas Blue um, Trimmer came in today. So it hasn't mm -hmm. been set up yet, yep. um, but we'll get it set up. And he, he, I'm not sure if he's going to come in, but he's... Uh, his, his came in so pretty mm -hmm. cool so it's, it was a great day at Loma Carthage. as you can see it like rain or is this picture with it there you can see okay so here no rain <laughs> and then all of a sudden it downpoured and rained and the sun came out so you can see the water on the ground yeah so that's it all rained this morning <laughs> stopped for several hours with nice sunny skies then all of a sudden we got a thunderstorm with huge claps of thunder and it poured and then it left again and we've had sunny skies ever since yep. so and well, then we're supposed to get snow tonight tonight right. so anyway, so it's kind of unusual but anyway so i uh going on don't forget to um if you want we do have membership perk um you can find the link in the description of this video and all of our other videos you can find um underneath it um and then to um email addresses for us if you have any questions uh, Sarah answers most of the questions from that you might have if, if you know, you're watching this recorded uh, you, you want to have ask a question send those over to Sarah she'll answer most of those questions for you right there um, and then if you have any questions sales related if you want to get a vehicle from us order one something like that then you can go ahead and email me as well uh, you have our email addresses right there um, some of the recent videos I actually it's linked I actually need to look it up because I can't I didn't put them in my notes here so um this last week um for those wondering if it's your vehicle he did already email out to uh the cust to our member it's, that it belongs to yeah. charles uh, i can't remember his youtube uh, handle he's not in the live show i haven't seen him but oh you yeah. know what why don't you do shout outs to the members here real yes. quick before we do i was actually gonna um, say yeah um I need, I need a nice uh, introduction like All Train Nation does, <laughs> where uh, Kelly does the intros. I need a little, Sorry, I, need, I need one of those. So we need one of those. But go ahead, give them a shout out to all of our members because we got a bunch of them in here uh, okay. to talk about. Yes, because I saw one up here that I wanted to mention. ML Culpepper's in the house. He says, member only videos are the best. Um, Vincent Marino. The wife and I went out last night to beat the crowds. Um, we have Joey Franco. Valentine's Day is one of the days we don't go out too crazy. Um, Don O, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Um, I believe James Chapman is one of our members, and he's in there. Kevin for Sambos is in there. What is he talking about? Oh, he's on his way to Florida oh. on Thursday. Wow. 
Ridgeview is, of course, in there, our wonderful moderator who helps us out with our chat mm. when I am distracted. <laughs> Alan says, got my Ford email. My Maverick goes into production April 17th. Congratulations. Awesome. Yes. Dono, if you haven't, you have to. The, the member videos are. Um, they stay there. so They stay there. So you can even mm -hmm. watch the backlog of them. Even the, um, mm -hmm. the, live, the member lives are there. So. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, lot walks. So those are two. Friday, Saturday, are usually two that those drop. But yep. um, also we saw Altering Nation in here. Speaking of them, we did see them at the auto show. Here's a yes. little clip. I stole that from their uh, their post. Well, and if you go <laughs> to the Google folder, I have one of them while they're working on one of their, one of their uh, videos. Yep. They made, they made it into our Facebook Live. If you want to check that out. So they were checking yep. out the Mustang convertible as uh, we were doing our live. So. Um, so it was real fun having a chance to chat with them and uh, a lot of fun. A couple of times. You kept yes. running into them. <laughs> kept running into them. I, I swear we were not following them. <laughs> um, but we kept running into them. So, um, But, you know, it's, it was really nice uh, at media day to have less people there yeah. than, you know, the public days. So, uh, of course, they don't play the music and that kind of thing. So you can record mm -hmm. videos. Not, a, you know, as many people. Most of the people there, too, are respectful because they're recording videos or doing things. Yeah. Uh, I know there was somebody that um, actually didn't think they were going to be in our video, and then they were in our video, uh, but they were trying to avoid. Yes. Uh, we just she was um, she was facing herself. She thought they were videoing the, the vehicle, so it was <laughs> it was all good. They were trying so uh, yeah. to stay out of the video. So it's always uh, pretty cool to see that. So, yeah. um, but anyway, so it was it was a lot of fun, and I had a ch good chance to see them. Yes, the shorts are a lot of fun to do, um, and they're gaining some traction in there. So if you haven't seen those, go check them out. Yep. Um, got some in those from the auto show. Yep. And they go hand in hand with the videos that we're also releasing at the same time. Yep. And then I forgot that we, um, um, I thought a video went live after her short and <laughs> I didn't. So it'll go live tomorrow probably or yes. sometime this week on the F-150 Heritage Edition. I thought it went live and I looked in there and went, that's still private. No views. We better get that going live. But anyway, we'll get right. that video as well. So speaking of videos, so this last week we had uh, regular videos that we had. Um, oh, real quick. Live. Yeah. Um, do we want to start the Q&A box? Um, yeah, we can. Uh, let, let's get through the intro okay. and then we let's can get the through that. Box. Okay. All right. So. Um, we did the uh, video on the dark horse at front at the auto show uh, Thursday. We had that one go live. It was an interview with the uh, brand manager uh, there. Um, so that's a pretty cool video to actually have him do uh, do the walk around. He, you can tell he's as excited about it as the products as I am. So it was really cool to see somebody as passionate as he was. Uh, so these, you can find that video. All these are linked in the description, by the way, if you want to find those or just go to our YouTube channel. They're all there. Uh, 2023 Super Duty Black Appearance Package was there. Uh, which we don't have any information on. That black appearance package equipment is not in the order guide. So I was going off basically what I could see that and what knowing from the past of the vehicles, what should be included. Uh, so I know some people said that I didn't know what I was talking about on Facebook, which <laughs> it's like, well, how do you know? Because nobody actually knows what's going to be included yet because mm -hmm. it's not in the order guide or anything. It's a job to hasn't been released yet. Um, so it was at the uh, it was at the auto show. So you can see that video. Um, it's the only ones I've listed, but I know we had some other ones. I had the uh, one go live today, the seven things you will not see on your 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning and something you might see that you didn't think you were going to see mm -hmm. um, in that video. So if you check, check that one out, 
Um, also, the shorts. She had all kinds of shorts every week. There's one on the. Uh, she compared the Maverick trimmer for 23 to her all-wheel drive EcoBoost. Um, mm -hmm. She did one on our, new, our vehicle setup uh, area. Yeah. What goes in, into that? A couple on the dark horse and interior as well as the next year. Um, today, did you do the Mustang? No, that's no. Be, I did a, a showroom walkthrough. Oh, that's right. Um, of the vehicles that are on our showroom. Yep. Should you hit ditch the hitch? And we'll tell you a little bit more why yeah. it might be a good idea for you to do that um, here in just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, of course, Super Duty Black Appearance Package, uh, too. She did that one. So, cool. I am and throwing them out So, there. coming out, we'll have the first look. We did a video on the 23, um, uh, 23 Mustang that was there, the GT Convertible, with mm -hmm. the Bronze Appearance Package. So, that will be um, – she's working on editing that one. 23 Escape Platinum Edition was there. So, we have a video on that. And we'll talk about how that's kind of a big deal here in just a little bit. And then the Heritage Edition that we should have it on live that will go live later. So, uh, a lot of content there that we'll hopefully get out to you guys. And, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the auto show. And we really kind of focused on the Ford vehicles. Uh, but we did get a chance to see some reveals um, and some different things, uh, news conferences as well. That was kind of fun to uh, take part in. So, all right. Now, don't forget, we will be live. I will be doing a Facebook Live on Thursday night um, this week. And uh, so there you go. So, yep. And don't forget about all the uh, links to the description and the description for all train nation as well as johnny's character and reviews is down there too so check those channels out when you get a chance uh so i know a lot of us jump in all train nations in here with us i usually watch their live stream because it's very educational learn a lot a lot of things over there on the bronco side of things um and uh so it was a lot a lot of fun being on mm -hmm. theirs and as well as johnny's so i love watching there so we all i think all three of us kind of watch each other's channels and uh and help out where we can and uh i love that respect all right let's talk about good dealer moment it's a small. Do you want to read it? <laughs> this in here is from Ron if from you need Louisiana. Me to read it, I can read it. He'd stay out here. Yep. Right out here. All right. Good afternoon, Tim. First, thank you for the informative videos and live streams. Throughout my Ford Maverick journey, your videos helped me understand the process and gave me patience when my anxiety wanted to pounce. It's the first time I've bought a new car in 20 years and my first time ever ordering a vehicle. Second, I want to give a shout out to my Ford dealer, Riser Ford in Hot Springs, Arizona, when my hometown dealer here in Louisiana wanted to charge me $5,000 dealer surcharge to order with them. I think it's Arkansas. AR is Arkansas. You're right. Arkansas. I don't know. That, hey, there's some of them that I'm like, is that Michigan? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Louisiana, uh, they wanted to charge me a $5,000 dealer surcharge to order with them. Back in November of 21, a friend told me to try Riser, who agreed to honor MSRP, which made traveling out of state worth it. Throughout the ordering, waiting, removing the spray and bed liner, waiting, getting scheduled, waiting, getting a VIN, waiting, getting canceled, waiting, being rolled over to a 23, or let's see, waiting. Kyler Outer and the whole Riser crew did everything Ford required to keep my order moving forward. When I would see in one of your videos of a potential hiccup to the process, I would check with the Riser team, and they already had it covered. And after waiting 16 months, I was driving home in my new 23 Alto Blue Maverick XLT within a day of it arriving at the dealer. They um, honored the MSRP, had the private offers settled, and had the truck detailed and ready to roll when I got there. Great experience, and definitely recommend Dan Anderson and Riser Ford to anyone looking for an honest, do-what's-right dealer. Thanks again for helping all of us through the Maverick journey. All right. 
So let's go ahead and open that, uh, the question yeah. box, because we already have a question here. I'll go to ahead and answer Dennis's here. Uh, but she'll open that, that. So if you have questions, drop them in the question box. But I'll go ahead and Dennis, uh, I think is Roper here, will answer his. So the Ford um, selects the orders uh, based on dealers alloc allocations. So mm -hmm. everybody that placed an order with us, they have to be fulfilled within the dealer's allocations. Um, so, and then within that, the orders are selected based on different criteria. First is priority code, with the order date, the configuration, the capacity that Ford has to build those a certain type. Um, so it's different things like that. So uh, great question, but all of them are fulfilled in that order, not necessarily in the order that you ordered. So, you know, if, you know, like our first 50, uh, like for instance, the first orders that were put in at Law MacArthur were all new order holders. They were put mm -hmm. in as a party 15. Our people, our customers that we had that got rolled over didn't get scheduled in 22, but put in 23. A lot of those were put in on Saturday, Friday and Saturday, but we gave them a higher priority. So when they got scheduled, which they already did, most of them, um, they were scheduled first because we prioritized their orders over the new orders. Uh, so that's where sometimes not necessarily when you order is most important, but what your priority is as well as when you order. So there's a lot of criteria that goes into that as well as dealer allocations. So we'll talk about that here too as well. So, all right, so dealer spotlight. Um, so if you have questions, put them in the question box if you can find it. If, if you don't, uh, you can put in there. Sarah will copy them and put them over in there, but we like to yeah. have them in there so that we can kind of like first come, first serve on the questions and we'll try to answer all those questions. Uh, so Paul, if you want to put that in there, um, built truck stuck in Mexico waiting for shipping for 40 days now. Anything you can do to get the ball rolling? No, there's not. Um, and you know, Paul, even if your order's with us, there's nothing that we can we can usually do. Um, in fact, I'm gonna talk a little bit later, uh, not too much, mm -hmm. but uh, we, we got an opportunity to learn a little bit about the process that happens at the plant. And um, so um, we'll share a little bit later on about that and uh, you know, some of the things that, that could cause it you know, to be delayed. But once it has been released from the factory, it's not in the factory's hand. It's not in our hands. It's in the shipper's hands. At that point, if it's waiting on shipping, it's all in the shippers and they're not going to, we can, we can do all we can, but a shipper's not going to listen to us. So um, basically at that point, once it's waiting for shipping, it, Ford can try to contact the shippers and say, hey, can we, maybe you forgot about this one or whatever, but um, it's really up to them. So we did that for, I don't know how many months on Vicky's, um, Vicky and Victor's and, uh, with no avail. So for like six months. So, um, before it finally went out, but all right, now moving on, talk about scheduling information. So when we talk about scheduling, it's for people that have an order that they place with their dealer and maybe they, they don't have a production date yet. Uh, they have what they call an unscheduled order. So scheduling notes would be information that would be helpful to you to find out what they're scheduling this week for each of the different models. So let's start with the 23 Mustang. They are not scheduling this week. Um, and they will have, it looks like I did find some notes that the factory will be down the week of 413, um, just so you know that. And from what well, it says, they're going to be down 413, which... Don't know exactly when the balance out is. According to some notes that I found, balance out supposed to be at the end of March, March 31st, um, but I don't know. Uh, they also said that the job one for the 24 is supposed to start up in mid-April, April 17th, but I don't think that's going to happen. So again, some of these dates get moved around and they don't really happen. I did see a note though, the carbon fiber wheel 
is not going to be available until like August at the earliest. So almost September. So anyway, moving on. 23 Escape. Uh, they are not scheduling this week. Um, just so you know that. Um, at, and we'll get into some Ford news here in a little bit where their plant's actually down right now. They are not actually producing. Um, and we'll get into how that plays into some things that we learned and why they're not producing um, those vehicles. So just so you know that. Um, so not scheduling this week for the escape. Uh, the 23 Bronco Sport, they're doing cleanup scheduling. So if you have allocations, we are out of allocations for Bronco Sport. But if you have a dealership that's, that has allocations, they are doing a very limited scheduling for the week of 4-17. Um, by the way, their plant will be down the week of 4-3. Um, did see that in some notes. Um, so again, there's some still some issues there with the Heritage Limited being able to be scheduled, as well as the Badlands because of that front camera. That's still a note in here. Also, trailer tow and cargo management is full through the week of 4-17. So maybe, I don't know if they'll, they probably won't schedule any of those this week either. And then hopefully we'll get into production for the week after and they'll start fulfilling those. 23 Edge is not scheduling actually for the entire month. Uh, there's a note in here that there's retail scheduling, but um, we got notes that we were told at the beginning of the month that we're not scheduling for the entire month. Uh, we don't see any previewing, so I don't think they are. I did see a note that they maybe have a 24 production start. The order bank's opening up in May. Don't know if that's the case because I thought it was done for, but maybe they're going to do one last year. We'll have to see. 23 Bronco, or 23 Bronco, uh, they are not scheduling this week. So scheduling has been halted for this week. Um, and really for this entire month, it seems like what they're scheduling for is specialty vehicles. Um, they said no scheduling, but keep in mind, Bronco Raptors are manually allocated. And they're not uh, scheduled the same way. So you might still see if you have a Bronco Raptor with a dealer that has an open allocation. We do have four uh, available. I don't know if they've been fulfilled yet or not, but we have four that are going to get scheduled, they said this week. Um, so, um, you know, if you find a dealer that does, they might get scheduled. So if you see that happening, that's how that's happening there. So thank uh, you, John. Thanks, John, for donation. I appreciate it. Hello, so. everybody. John from Massachusetts. And it's another week has gone by and looking forward to another great show, Tim and Sarah. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, moving on, 23 Explorer um, does look like they are scheduling this week. We do have um, four that we're previewing uh, today. All of them were retail orders, so it's good that we got some retail orders in because we had some open available. We still have six allocations, four there that um, are previewing. So um, they're, trying to, they're trying to do retails first, so they're going to preview our retails. And then if we don't get any other orders in there, they'll probably maybe take some stock, but they try to allow us to do that. So... Um, 23 Expedition, uh, looks like they are scheduling, uh, this week, um, dates in April again, we're doing April, we do have one that's previewing, it's a retail order, we do have four allocations available, uh, again, same constraints though, don't forget, if you have an Expedition, extended length, they are not scheduling for those right now, um, mahogany seats, uh, very limited availability, actually it does say extended length, limited availability, not at all, 
if you have extended length, uh, it's you might get scheduled. Uh, we actually had someone last week that got scheduled, and he had all like he had on his F one fifty. He got scheduled, and he had like all the things that they said that you shouldn't have on there. He had the moonroof, he had a, the blue cruise, all that stuff, the active. He had a lot of constraint items, but his got selected. And I says, well, it does say limited, it didn't say none, so you got lucky. Um, and so we finally got scheduled. But so when they say limited, it does mean that some get, can get scheduled, but again, a very small amount. Um, mahogany seats is also in that limit availability as well as 202a which is your xlt trim 301a which is your limited trim again those are limited availability um, as well as don't forget about the heavy duty trailer tow needs to be added to that 303a and 400a to allow it for scheduling so um, so 303a is part of the limited and 400 i need to look that up i think it's the tim maybe the timberline sure anyway so there you go um 23 Maverick is scheduling for the weeks of, uh, I think for August, or not August, April <laughs> uh, 17th. Um, and I do have a note here that the plant might be down April 3rd, the week of April 3rd. So if you don't see any production dates for that, that's why. Also, they said key constraints, that tow hitch, uh, splash guard, the trifold bed cover, and the load box bed liner. I will tell you this. We had our all of our 17 uh, got scheduled out last week. We had some... Uh, again, we have ours prioritized out in different numbers. Uh, I noticed that there were some priority 13s that got overlooked by prior, some priority 14s. And I looked at the orders, and it's because the two there were two that got overlooked, and both of them had the hitch on them. Both of them did. And other than that, everything else, there was anything else that was on there that was on the ones that were 14s that got selected. So a 14 got pulled instead of a 13 because of the hitch. So just telling you that hitch is a problem and i did see in some notes uh for fleet dealers saying that if you if you have to remove the hitch to get it scheduled so um they said encourage you to add a package instead that would have that would include the hitch um and that kind of thing so i think if you have the optional hitch it's going to be pretty rare that you get selected you you know so if you don't have it on there it will help yours getting scheduled so um 23 ranger april scheduling um we don't have any previewing we do have an allocation um looks like there is a note in here that july 7th could be balanced out for the 23 ranger that's the right now the, the goal i think that they have the date that they actually have in the system and with possible job one for 24 being in july as well so it's i have a note in here that possibly the order banks will be opened up in mid-april so we'll see again dates can be moved around but that's their tentative date is probably mid-april I don't have a date like that for the Mustang, which I did, but um, it should have been opened already. But usually the order banks will open up a couple months before um, production. So in this case, it's like three months before because usually you take orders, you usually schedule out about a month to two months in advance. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. Waiting on Mustang, it should have been opened up. But Ranger, you know, according to what I found in the fleet news bulletin, um, could be uh, producing those uh, job one this summer. So we'll have to see. Um, 23 F-150, and that's uh, probably good news for uh, All-Terrain Nation there. Uh, Dave's waiting on the Ranger Raptor. So, and we know Rangers will probably be a little bit later than the normal production, but I think he's number one in his dealer, he says. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so move on. If you, if you haven't watched his show, you probably don't get that, but you need to watch his live streams. All right. 23 F-150 is scheduling for March production week of March 13th. Um, we do have, we have 40 allocations left 
Uh, 18 of those allocations uh, looks like they're going to be scheduled this week. We have three right now previewing, uh, all of which are retail orders. Um, there's some constraints. They are, uh, of course, uh, let's see, limited on 2K, 2 kilowatt power inverters. And I kind of I told you a way around that. Go with that 400 watt if you want to. Um, moon roofs are going to be limited. Um, power tailgate. Um, those are the two things that 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 member that we had had those two on there also 3.350 and the 27 engines are limited and crew cap so it says need regular and super cap orders so if you have a regular and super cap order that's probably looking pretty good for you so anyway all right 23 super duty uh, march production dates uh, of march 13th as well um, we do have 24 allocations four of which are previewing um, looks like they're, uh, and don't forget job two is going to be, they say April, um, and, uh, don't have any dates when in April. Um, also limited scheduling on F-250 with the high capacity trailer tow package, um, or the trailer package and F-350 single rule due to axle constraints, uh, limited scheduling on 360 degree camera as well. Uh, and don't forget, you need to take off the upfit integration system removal, uh, on the, Pickup and chassis, so don't worry about this. Um, let's see, Transit Connect van, uh, not scheduling uh, this week. I'm actually in note for the month. Um, no scheduling on the tr on the wagon either. Um, and then on the Transit, that should be scheduling this week for the weeks of either four three or four ten. Um, we do have one allocation and one that is previewing, so a nice a retail one, which is good. Uh, several constraints there uh, on those. Um, we same ones as we've had in, in the past weeks for the last couple months. So, uh, 23 Mach-E is scheduling for April. April scheduling, it says, uh, for April production dates, I should say. Um, and, uh, of course, their, their factory is down. This is the last week. It'll be down, I believe. And then it's going to be back up and running next week. So, there you go. Balanced out. What does that mean? Balance out means that they're done. That, that they are done with schedule. They're done with production. So, they're balanced mm -hmm. out of what they have and they're done with production. So, so they know what kind of how many parts they have. So when they say balance out there, that means they're balanced out on the parts mm -hmm. that they have available uh, for this production year. And so they just kind of call it balance out. Yeah. So that is basically when you get a date that's, hey, this is a balance out date, that means that's the last day they're gonna produce a 23. Yeah, he's just worried because he has a Bronco that he's waiting for a build date on. Yeah, Bronco. I haven't. I didn't talk about balance out any of those. So mm -hmm. Bronco. So you're good Bron with Bronco. Bronco's not being balanced out for a while. Mustang is because the 24 Mustang's coming. Yes. Ranger is going to be an early year as well. So mm -hmm. Ranger is also that's why it's going to balance out a little bit earlier too. Mm -hmm. But Bronco, they're saying, is actually not going to be balanced out till like November. Yeah. So 23 Bronco is going into November. So you're good. Be. Yes. Just yeah. hold on. Yeah. So. Especially if you have You'll a 23, depending on your dealership, how many orders they have and how many allocations they get each week, you should be good. Most dealerships are okay on the Broncos. Um, it's just some dealerships took you know more orders than what Ford said they could, but it's not really their fault because Ford didn't tell them where to stop. All right. Now let's talk about dealer news. I got a lot of things here to talk about. So, all right. Dealer news updates that I received this last week. One of them I missed from last week that I want to talk about, and that is the 2023 f-150 lightning heated seats they are back so starting uh for production dates anything built on or after february 6th 
um, will now have the heated steering wheel back on the order. So I did notice that with some of the ones that we had. We had a Jan two from January 27th that had the, the heated steering wheel removal. That's a heated seat. I meant heated steering wheel. Um, but all <laughs> the ones that were built uh, that we have build dates of the week of the 6th as well as later in February all have the heated steering wheel on them. So um, that's a good thing. If you've been waiting to get you know selected for scheduling, and you've been sitting there going, why aren't they selected mine? Well, actually, here's a benefit. You're going to have the heated steering wheel if you have a Lariat or the Platinum trim. So, there you go. All right. Next, the Transit Connect uh, van is, the order banks are closing. So, February 16th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time uh, is the last you can submit a Transit Connect van order. Uh, February 23rd by 10 p.m. Eastern is the date to complete your COVP paperwork. So, make sure you get that in as well. Um, and then dealers will have the ability to order stock ones if they want after that, though. Um, Mid-year Bronco price increase. So we did see a price increase. Um, what does that mean for people that have a Bronco order now? Nothing. So as long as you have a good dealer. So, And I say that because it's true. So if basically the prices are going to go up on uh, the, the two doors and four doors, as well as Raptor and the destination delivery, so basically how it would impact is anybody going that's putting an order in after February 10th is who would get affected by that. Now, I say that also, though, as if you have an order in, your dealership needs to price protect you from the price when you order. So if you ordered that 23 Bronco or reordered, however you want to call it, uh, in October of 23, I think which most people did, September, October, um, what the price was when you ordered, that is the price you're supposed to get. We talked about this last week, so if you didn't see that, you might go back and watch that where we talked about that. Now, the only way that they shouldn't honor that price is if you change the body code. So I think that's why they kind of gave, I think they should have waited a little longer on this because there are some people who were trying to decide whether or not they were going to switch away from that wild track. And the only way it would affect wild track body code uh, actually goes along with how many doors you have and what drivetrain you have so if you have that Vance four-wheel drive like that comes standard on the uh, wild track and you change to a badlands uh, as long as you don't change the doors that you choose on your vehicle if you go you know sasquatch on your badlands it won't affect it but if you as well as a badlands in general those come with advanced four-wheel drive so your body code is going to be the same so in most situations if you switch from a wild track um oh we're good to go it's been doing that about once a week at this point. All right. I think we're good to go, though. I'm all green here. All right. So for most people, if you have a wild track, you have the advanced four-wheel drive system. If you switch over to Badlands, then it wouldn't be affected. Uh, where you'd be affected is if you switch doors. So if you went to, like, from a four-door to a two-door, that's a different body code, then you're not price protected. The only way that you would not be price protected is the body code. Again, I talked about that last week, uh, if you didn't get a chance to watch that. So that's how that would work. And then anybody putting in a new order are going to be, uh, when they when the order banks open up, if they open up, they would be getting the newer prices. So that's how that would work. So you want to make sure, though, again, this is this is all dependent on your dealer as well. So your dealer has to do that. Actually, I was going to talk about that later. So I'm going to talk about that <laughs> as part of the is it true. So I'm going on and on about it. But um, the price increases, two-door went up. $1,800, uh, four-door went up, $1,300, Raptors went up $2,800, and Destination Delivery is 200 And Destination Delivery is also price protected. So um, so that's they you wouldn't be paying that increase on that either. So again, 
we'll talk about that more in just a little bit. Um, also, uh, the a couple different things came out um, about the the some EVs. So on the Lightning EV tax credit, a customer satisfaction private offer, because some customers uh, um, on some of our the vehicles are, are missing out, they're actually giving them an extra incentive. So it says in here uh, that any customer, well, let me read that what Ford has. Ford has developed a customer satisfaction program to assist with F-150 Lightning customers that took delivery in the 23 current model year or current year, a calendar year, I should say. So if they took delivery as of January 1, where the tax um, credit changed, uh, they may be affected by the new MSRP limits to be eligible for a federal tax credit. Uh, those impacted customers outlined in the two groups below will be eligible for $7,500 private offer. So whether you didn't realize this or not, but the private offers aren't can be given after you take delivery of your vehicle. So I think some people have like, hey, they went to their dealership. My dealership didn't give me the private offer. They couldn't find it. Well, that's fine. They can get it later and they can reimburse you that money back. That's exactly what Ford's doing here. People that have taken delivery in January, uh, they can get the $7,500 uh, credit. So the, basically what they said is any customer, if they have a 22 mile year um, Lightning that they didn't take delivery until 23, um, if your configuration was an XLT uh, 312A with extended range, or Lariat 511A or Platinum 510A, and it was over $80,000, then, and you took delivery after um, December 20th of 2022 or later, then you're going to get the $7,500 credit. Um, also, Group B is those that are taking delivery of a 23 model year uh, Lightning, um, and you were one of those that had a 22 that they couldn't build, and so it flipped to a 23. Um, model year then you will get it so if you had a model year transition offer or eligible customer with a configuration of an xlt 312a with extended range lariat 311a or the platinum 3710a and it was over eighty thousand dollars for your vehicle because you wouldn't have got the tax credit in that case if it's under 80 you would have gotten it that's why you would not be receiving that that um, private offer so again the dealer would be able to select and be able to find that and show up for you so also on the Mach-E, they're doing something um, for helping out dealers that have vehicles that were the 22 model year or some of them even the 23. And one of them is that on the 23 model year Mustang Mach-E FCTP incentive. So if a dealership put a, a vehicle in FCTP after this, uh, where they changed the prices, or if they put it in before that, then they wouldn't have gotten a re-invoice for those vehicles. So Ford is giving them a certificate to lower the price down on those vehicles. Uh, so dealerships will have that lower price. So um, so that's how that kind of works. So FCTP basically is like selling the vehicle uh, to the dealer, uh, to Ford. They're saying, hey, it's put in FCTP, which is the factory courtesy transportation program. And if a dealer does that, then they can still sell it as a new vehicle. But um, because it was put in FCTP when the price was lowered, they wouldn't have been re-invoiced on those vehicles. So they're giving them basically a price back to lower that price down so they can actually make it a sellable vehicle. Also, if you had a dealer trade, so if you have a Mach-E that got dealer traded in um, and that happened as well, uh, then you're gonna get that certificate amount lowered down when you when you sell that vehicle too. So, And then any Mach-E 22 model year Mustang Mach-E GTs will get $2,000 incentive as well, which we have we have two of those. Um, so that'll help lower those down $2,000 so we can sell those a little cheaper. So, um, And then also 
the speaking of Maki again, 23 Mustang Maki Blue Cruise 1.2 feature activation. Some of the vehicles that are getting the Blue Cruise 1.2, they were sent to the dealers without having those three features activated. Not a big deal. I almost didn't cover it today, but if you, as a dealer, if you do get one in uh, that has a Blue Cruise, you want to make sure you go into the screen. You want to make sure those three are moved over, slid over. So they're all under the adaptive cruise control section. Uh, so it's those uh, those three features, the predictive speed assist, the in-lane repositioning, and the lane change assist. So you want to make sure those are activated. And lastly, Bronco Off-Rodeo Raptor Experience has been released. Uh, so Ford is going to have a special experience for people that um, that purchase a Bronco Raptor. And that experience will be done in the La their Las Vegas location. And it's pretty cool. So the note in here says the Bronco Off-Rodeo Raptor experience is designed by Bronco, by Bronco brand and Ford performance teams, plus industry-leading off-road experts, Baja and King of the Hammer champions, and world-class off-roader drivers like Von Gittin Jr., Lauren Healy, Brad uh, Lovell, and Bob Barnes. And so, like, they actually won the King of the Hammers. They mm. we, got, we finished one, two, and three for Ford and the King of the Hammers, which is pretty cool. Um, the experience will take owners through Ultra 4 racing-inspired Desert Dune conquering Baja rock crawling adventure. So pretty cool. Something to note, though, on this memo was something that I noticed was you can go to, uh, you, you're eligible to go to a Bronco off-rodeo for non-Raptors uh, if you have a 21 or newer Bronco, a 21 Bronco Sport First Edition, a 21 or 22 Bronco Sport Badlands, or for this year, any 23 Bronco Sport. So all Bronco Sports, even if you don't have a Badlands, you're, you can actually go to the off-rodeo this year. So that's a pretty cool addition that they did that. So, all right. That's all the dealer news. What are y'all laughing over there? Well, <laughs> no, Ragnarcon's burning his quesadilla. Uh -oh. I'm paying attention to you. Um, Rick and Kelly that. says that he is nothing like a romantic candlelight crab dinner like or crab leg dinner with my wife Kelly while watching Tim and Sarah. Hopefully you guys both like watching me. <laughs> that might be a problem. I told them when I was doing just the comments and I wasn't actually on the live, there would be nights where I would be at dinner with mom or with Lebo and I'd be watching yeah. the live commenting. Oh, wait, wait one second. Yep. Well, I remember when I went on vacation, I pre-recorded the live stream. And I had it go as a premiere, and I was the at dinner, and you were commenting. <laughs> you were yep. answering all the comments for me. <laughs> so I uh, was. All right. Well, let's move on. A couple. Um, they're they're saying I need more screens. More screens. More screens. I have two. I know. Big I would. Ones. I would like another one for my desk, but I don't have the room. You have room. I do. But... You wouldn't have room for your drinks then. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> All right. If you see my desk, I usually have about three or four drinks at my desk at a time. All right. Let me talk about a couple things. I do have some links to articles in the description from Ford Authority uh, articles. Um, I'd like to get my information from them. Um, and so there's three that they have that I have in the description about the Mustang. And the reason I'm not going to kind of go over those is because you can watch our video that we did because mm -hmm. they're all the same. Then we covered that information. Um, but they have one on the Mustang interior was revealed while we were gone within the last week, which if you watch our video, you'll see not only the convertible one that's going to go live tomorrow, but also the uh, dark horse where you can see the interior in our video. 
Uh, also, they did one talking about the Dark Horse carbon fiber wheel, which again, if you watch the Dark Horse video we did, you can see that as well. And the, uh, but one of the things we did see there was the base interior. So you can see what the Mustang Echo, Echo Sport base interior is going to look like. Uh, and the link is in the description. So as well as there's links to these three other things we're going to talk about right now. One of them is that yesterday Ford had a press release uh, and it was actually live streamed on their YouTube channel where they are announced a new uh, plant that they're going to open up for new batteries so it is called the it's going to be in marshall michigan and we'll give another 2500 jobs to people there and it's going to be called the uh let me get the name here the ford blue oval battery park michigan so if you don't know they're putting a battery park in tennessee or kentucky uh, i don't know which but they are going to produce batteries down there but these this plant is going to produce a different battery for ford so we've talked about in the past that ford is going wants to uh be able to put those lfp uh those lithium phosphate iron uh is it phosphate iron uh batteries uh in their vehicles um so this plant is going to build those so they're mm -hmm. they're working with contemporary uh amprex technology known as catl um, and they're going to work with them to produce those batteries here in the U.S. so we can be more, more independent on our batteries and not rely on other countries for that production. Plus, you know, I think Ford's looking at that possibly in the near future, um, you know, if your batteries aren't made in the U.S., you're not going to get the tax credit. So um, that's something that not just assembling the vehicle, but also the battery and everything is going to be done here. So this is going to help us be more independent for the U.S., Plus, this battery here is supposed to be less susceptible to the cold, from what I understand. Um, so, and it's going to be cheaper. So, for those that are wanting, you know, especially an EV for running around town, running errands, that kind of stuff, this could be the perfect combination. So, they're going to be making two different types of batteries uh, technology in the different plants they're going to have. So, that's pretty cool. All right. Also, don't know if you saw this, but the escape plant is down. So... Um, there was a news outlet there that Ford Authority had quoted in their article, which I linked their article, not the original. Um, it was WDRB News in Louisville, I believe, Kentucky, uh, where the plant was down because several workers got the information to them. So they their plant was down. So uh, the plant um, basically said they're having some issues. Um, they're plagued with shortage of parts uh, made by the suppliers. Uh, which is causing their problem with the redesigned escape. Um, so anyway, so the, the plant's kind of down. So this kind of is kind of, well, let me talk about another thing and talk about this, but because the plant's down, they can't get, get the parts and everything. They have to kind of hold off the production until they get the, what they need in, it sounds like. Um, but they are committed to make a quality product. And so, you know, it's better that they do that than to put something that doesn't quite work right. So um, also the f-150 lightning uh battery is having an issue and they're halting the production of those as well as well as the shipping out of your lightning so if you have a lightning that's been produced uh, but has not been shipped out yet um it may not be for a little while so it's a stop shipment and halt in production uh, because of the battery some battery issue they said it's not a stop sale so if a, if one's in transit or at a dealer lot they can go ahead and deliver it so it's not a stop sale like some of the recalls are so that's that's good so it must be just ones that are that have been coming through their line 
recently, and so they don't want to go them, them have them go out until they check them all over. Um, which kind of brings us to this: we got a chance to see one of the plants firsthand, yes. um, and and in learning this, you know, it was it was cool to kind of go through it and know that because when something is built, if there's a glitch in something, they just kind of note it and they let it go ahead and get produced, and then if they're seeing a, a repetitive issue then they have to come back and sometimes those vehicles might be completely produced before they find that there's a re there's a recurring issue not just one or two units and then they have a problem that's kind of what they've done here at the mm -hmm. plant so this is this is common um you know uh, not to the scale typically because of how fast they're producing these but sometimes there could be you know a, a batch of 50 or 100 come through within a day and then they find that the problem and quickly and then they can fix it and find out if it's a bad part that they received from the supplier uh, in this case a bad battery or something um, and then they can fix it and then continue producing the vehicles uh, or is it just one or two units and they can kind of fix those units and then go ahead and ship them out so anyway um, so hopefully uh, we'll be able to be able to kind of help educate our viewers if you have questions about production and such and how some of that works by uh, when we are able to go and actually check out one of the plants. So it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. I'll be able to do that. So, um, all right, that's all the news. Now for the, is it true? I did want to, uh, I had in here, making a change to my order will cause a loss of the price protection. Hey, we have a couple of questions asking that right. right now. So, well, last week we mentioned, if you guys remember this, um, I talked about um, price protection and such. And one of the things I did bring up a screenshot and I don't, didn't put it in the in the stream for tonight but one of the things that will not the only thing that will cause yours from not getting price protected and having to pay the new price is if you change the body code we talked about it on the bronco so if you change the body code on your bronco it can affect that so some of those people that you know had those wanting to make those changes one of the things they said is if you take those packages off so people that are needing that ford saying hey you need to make these change changes so you can we can produce your vehicle those aren't going to be affected because usually making a change, um, what they say, changing the top, that mm -hmm. won't that won't affect a price protection. Um, nope. What were some of the other ones? The hard top, the uh, sat, the the lux package, that oh. the lux package going to the high package that isn't a body code yeah. change, and then changing your um, the Sasquatch package, mm -hmm. uh, taking that off will not as long as you have the advanced four wheel drive system. So the Sasquatch is needs the advanced four-wheel drive to be able to add it to it. So if you have a uh, Badlands edition, then it's not going to affect that. Mm -hmm. But if you have an Outer Banks and you, I mean, just taking that Sasquatch won't change your body code because you would have kept that body code. So you should be good to go there. So making those changes on your order will not affect mm -hmm. you not getting price protected, even if your dealer tells you that. So... You can tell them if you want to that, hey, no, from what I understand, as long as I didn't change the body code, then my, I am price protected. And have them reach out to their their head of the region, to their sales and inventory specialist, to the brand managers if you want. But the, only the body code change is what would affect the price change. Mm -hmm. And that goes for Maverick? That goes for any vehicle. Yes. So, so like on Maverick, someone's asking about the Black Appearance package. Can they add that? Yes. So yes. here, here's how that, that should be processed. So we actually have somebody that just recently did that on their mm -hmm. order today for them. And so I even told them, I says, we will make sure we keep your original um, Dora so we know what your original price was. And then you added the black appearance, we would take that original price and add the black appearance package of 1695 
onto your build and that's your price. Yeah. That's how the dealership's supposed to do it. So anything you add on your vehicle. So like last year when the moonroof went up in price for the Maverick, yeah. you would have to pay the new moonroof price, but you'd still have your original base price that you'd be based off of. Um, so that's how a dealership should process that. And this is, goes for plan pricing as well now, and everything else. If a dealer has not printed out the doors or they don't have the door original door, can they get that even after the price increase? Yes. Glad you said that. It's like you just loaded me up with the answer. So so what's really cool is Ford has made the ability now that dealers can print old doors. So you have, there's going to be an inventory specialist at your dealership. There's, there's inventory specialists at your dealership, the general sales manager, the general manager, all those, uh, those employee types can print a Dora for you. And when I looked, because we had one that, hey, can you print yeah. this Dora? We made a change. Well, she looked up, she says, which date? Because there's three different Doras. Oh, okay. And so you can print all of those. So you can see the Dora before you made the change. And then the door after you made the change. And so you would take and see the differences and go, okay, so the best thing, that's what you're supposed to do. So um, that's how that should be processed by your dealer. So, and I say that that's, I see it in that way and that's how it should be processed, but you're gonna have some dealers, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I've already seen it last year that happened that said, you made changes to your order, so you have the new price. That's what it is. And, yeah. and some dealers, I think there, there are two types of dealers. There are some dealers that are like, they really don't know. And so they think that's the way it should be done and that's what they're doing. And you saw some dealers that know mm -hmm. and saying, that's the way for me to get an extra $500 yeah. because they're going to get the money back from Ford and the dealer's going to pocket that. The salesperson won't get it. Right. Because all of our salespeople are, are based off of what they make when they sell the vehicle. You know, like for us, we actually make that. If we know that we're going to get reimbursed back 500, we actually put that on a line item for them so that they still get paid on the gross of what it could be once we get that back. So, um, yeah, so there's, that's how that should work. So, all right, moving on. I wanted to talk about the Chicago Auto Show and some things that we saw mm -hmm. um, just briefly. Um, have those in here it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun so we had we had a blast um there um and we had media passes we were able to go in uh spend a whole day and a half there um you know going and and seeing the vehicles without a lot of people around get a chance to talk to some of the people and see some news releases mm -hmm. so um first one we did see was the jeep jeep did reveal their new um their new rubicon the <laughs> yeah, 20th rubicon. anniversary rubicon pretty cool this is basically this is going to compete against the raptor so they the bronco raptor so uh they're making it uh three different versions of this in a sense uh they're making their v8 version the 392 um as you can see back behind there um that is their v8 powered one i won't go through all the specifics if you want to see the specifics and know about it all Train Nation has a video on it. They are they know what yes. they know what they're doing. They know about the Jeeps. They've owned them, um, and um, they were at the reveal as well. So watch their video. Um, you can check it out. Also, the one there on the left side is their electric version. We'll actually have each one of them here. Unfortunately, the media days you have to be like one of the media personnel. Get in. Like I have to. Passes. Some of them even they ask for my credentials as well. Yep. So there's their um, the 392 there. 
Um, so you can see what that looks like and mm -hmm. some changes. They are keeping that, of course, the seven slotted grill. But, uh, but refreshed they re it a little refreshed bit. Refreshed it, yep. And then, of course, they're going with the big tires and yeah. wheel, I think 37s on these. Again, yeah. these are to compete with the, the Bronco Raptor. Yeah. Um, more performant, more horsepower than the Bronco Raptor. I think it said 370 horsepower, 370 pound-feet of mm -hmm. torque with that that engine um, um different colored tow hooks yes so the tow hooks um will be different per if you get the 392 or you get the electric version yes right so you have uh, that one there and then you have there's an electric version there with the blue tow hooks on it and their plug-in version whatever it might be but so anyway so and then they're you know the red seat belts they kept it and such um so there you go and then they do have uh, the one behind, oh, I didn't put an image of that one in here. I'll just go back to this one. The so blue one? Uh, no, yeah, the blue one in the back. You sent it to me. I forgot to put it in here. I, I was like, kind of rushing. I put that in there. I was kind of rushing. But the one back behind, again, uh, check All Train Nation's video out. But yeah. that is the one that's $20,000 worth of add-ons mm -hmm. uh, by AEB. Uh, that To add that, um, just beefs it up mm -hmm. quite a bit um, with the Warren Winch and a bunch of other things, a lift and everything else. Um, 20 grand onto the price of either one of the two. So if you did put add that to the 392, it'd be like $110,000. <laughs> so these are going to be priced out above the Raptors. I'll tell you that right now. So anyway, um, and then we also did another, did see Ram did their concept truck, which actually they revealed ahead of time. Um, but they kind of went over a little bit more in here. Um, so that is their concept truck that is not a production vehicle so they are they did reveal the super bowl their ram rev um that is a production vehicle looks a lot like the regular ram truck uh with some changes i mean their dash is already they already had a really big screen just like um the lariat and platinum trim vehicles but they did you know keep the the grill uh similar to what they do have in the production one that's uh, not coming out till 2025 model year so they're a little couple they're still behind but they have some pretty cool technologies whether any of them make it to market or not they had some pretty cool technologies to kind of maybe have at least the industry go be more advanced in some things and uh um, they had a setup to where you can put all the plywood and everything all completely in the vehicle and lay the seats down and they'd actually go in the floor underneath mm -hmm. the seats all the way into the front area anyway it was pretty cool what concepts in that that are great concepts if they work and they function well yeah, yeah all right and then we did check out the chevy booth yeah uh, i wanted to see what what do they have for electric you know that kind of thing so of course they have revealed for a while and i think this summer is when they're going to start um, taking orders or i mean at the end of the year for a 24 model year um, chevy truck mm -hmm. again i still think they took their avalanche body and kind of refreshed it in my opinion so they took the avalanche and that's kind of the way i look at it yeah. i mean it doesn't i mean they they kind of you know told ford that hey you know they said well you know we didn't just take our truck and make it electric like ford did well no you took your old avalanche and made it electric <laughs> that's my opinion and i'm sticking to it so anyway so that was there so again we weren't able to see the platforms right here you can't really tell but we weren't really able to get in there to see it real close uh, but that is their um yeah there's their truck so um and then they had a couple other vehicles there mm -hmm. that were electric that also aren't available yet 
Um, one of them is their Blazer, which is going to come yes. out about the same price range as the Mach-E. So this will be the Mach-E competitor. It starts at 45.9, uh, more distance and range than, uh, well, pretty close to the same as yeah. the Mach-E. Um, but there's there, uh, that's that one there. And then they also do have their Equinox as well that's available. And that one's going to start at $30,000. And both of these, I think the Blazer RS version will be available to order this summer yes and then their ss um for fall mm -hmm. um and those will be a reservation order concept like ford's doing uh the equinox they're saying is supposed to be this fall and, and it will be on the lot it'll be in dealers so they will not have to do a reservation order concept mm -hmm. they should be able to get those on dealer lots like yeah. they can their bolts yeah. um from what i understand so anyway they to me they look pretty similar mm -hmm. in size i think the equinox is a little smaller but that one's the uh, but, lower price range. Yes, it is a lower yes. price range. Kind of like they're doing on with the Volt. The Bolt we found out as yeah. well. They have their Bolt EV and their Bolt EUV. Which is their utility version. Yeah, they're both similar. It's just the yeah. EUV is more Which, has more equipment. I don't want to go away from Ford, but my husband and I are looking at EV and it's Ford doesn't one have. thing to look at for you know, to look at those. Because yeah. they are the more affordable EVs that we could afford. I mean, Ford doesn't make a $30,000 vehicle, uh, EV. No. They're, they need so. to. Anyway, and then so we, um, i kind of a fan of the, the Hyundai EVs. Yes, uh, they're the, pretty. Yeah, the uh, Ionic 5 is already out. This is the 6 that's coming out soon. And they actually um, aired it in the Super Bowl. And I don't kind of like the look of it. Um, but there's, I uh, love the color as well. But that one was a pretty cool look. You can tell a little more aerodynamics than their five um but that one uh, i'm not sure when that's coming out but pretty soon i think uh, so that was there plus they had a unique one nexo i think this is their hydrogen yes. powered um that's only available in california because that's the only mm -hmm. where they have the infrastructures in california for this uh, but that was there as well so anyway but there's a lot of other cool vehicles um, but those were just some of the highlights and some of the ones that we looked at outside of ford um of course, Ford yeah. didn't have the Ranger there, mm -hmm. um, but anyway. Yeah. Someone said, don't EV, ask Johnny. We did have some trouble with EV on the way back because we didn't plan ahead. <laughs> yeah. Made our trip a lot longer than yeah. what it was supposed to be. There but... are there are areas that have not, don't they don't have the infrastructure, and Kansas no. is one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas, Missouri is not one of those that has the infrastructure no. yet. But my husband and I would be looking at EV as like our daily driver yeah. driving around town and then save the Maverick because um, we would trade in our C-Max for it. So we would drive our Maverick around for save the miles on that and use it for trips. Uh, Spectinator said um, Kia. Yes, Kia has some pretty cool EVs as well. So I have to look at those. Yes, and I didn't include those photos in here, but yes, I it like I do like their EVs as well yeah. too. So, um, so there's some good Someone companies Someone asked about doing it. the Hornet. The Hornet is Dodge's version. Didn't yes. see it there. No. Maybe it was there. We yeah. didn't check out Dodge for very long. We were yeah. cutting it close with our tour in the morning. That yep. We didn't really have a lot of time to look at some of those other manufacturers as closely as we would have. Yep. But the tour was worth it. <laughs> yeah. John, so Johnny's having issues with his not even charging at all. Oh, wow. So uh, from what I understand from last night on All Train Nation, again, we all three, are, it seems like we're on each other's, was that he was having his is a wiring issue in the steering, between oh, the man. steering wheel and somewhere. Anyway, so hopefully they get that figured out, and it's just a, a wiring glitch. But so. What does he have? 
lightning. The lightning. Yeah. Okay, and I've heard of some other lightnings malfunctioning, like the brake malfunctioning, not working. I heard about somebody so, that did that. So. Yeah. Anyway. But again, it's a premiere. Like they've only been around for so long. There's going to be some bugs to work out. Yep. All right. Questions. Are we ready for questions? I think so. Okay. If we're not ready. Oh well. <laughs> All right, scroll up to the top, and I have to pull I've covered my... everything in my notes, I should say. So. He's covered everything in the notes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Bulls asked, can you briefly explain the practical uses of an F-350 Mack truck? F-350 Mack truck. So, that's where we've taken our dually truck, yeah. um, dual rear wheel F-350s, and we basically put a lift on it. So it's we've jacked it up, got lift, bigger 20-inch wheels, um, the all-terrain tires that go along with it, mm -hmm. um, replace the bumper, so bumper replacement, so it has the steel front and rear bumpers completely with them. Um, I think they still have the Mack truck in them. Mm -hmm. um, and um, let's see what else. We've even uh, some other things. Of course, the, the badging and stuff on it, but the main part is the lift, bigger wheels, tires, replacement for the bumpers. Pretty cool, um, really popular for, I mean, it was one, it, that was one of the ones along with our F-150 Lightning we had. Um, we call it Lightning Bolt um, um, that we had out, came out many years ago and where we took uh, basically the F-150, a regular cap F-150 and we made a Lightning, uh, a, a tribute to the Lightning from the past before the EV was even a concept, or that we knew it was a concept, yeah. I should say. Uh, so we, that one, you know, we have, even if you look on the videos online, I think we have, that was our first 100,000 view video that we had out there and sold a ton of those, like 25 yes. in one year. Mack truck is the yellow one that went really big for us online. People wrote articles, a lot of journals put articles based on that that truck. And we sold a lot of those Mack trucks as well for a while uh, pre-COVID, so yeah. And we do a lot of other cool little builds like that. Yeah. So. If you're ever wondering what kind of builds we have, we have them on the website yep. um, listed and how you can get those built. Yep. For our Ford, um, on our website, you click on that Ford Performance logo at the top, and it goes into all the different custom builds that we do. Or just call, call Niles Gridley. And, uh, <laughs> and our, on our YouTube channel as well, we have um, a playlist yes. for all the performance vehicles and off-road trucks yep. and there's two different playlists for those two that have the different builds that we do all right next one are any of the mavericks received today available for sale uh not until we call the customers <laughs> so yeah. they just came all, all of ours we don't have stocks so all of ours are sold to customers um, we call them if they decide to back out or can't get approved, something like that, then they might become available. But at this point in time, um, we haven't reached out to all the customers, so they wouldn't be. Unless the customers reached out prior to, but we probably wouldn't know, know that quite yet. So, Okay. Michael Kostov, does unscheduled clean mean anything other than keep waiting? 
Um, basically, that means that you have a, a, an order that hasn't been scheduled yet. That's what unscheduled means. And then clean means that there's nothing that's a compatibility issue or a total no parts available type thing. Um, if it has a compatib compatibility issue, it'll say unclean compatibility issue or unclean balance out means that they won't build it because they don't have any of the parts because it's a close out of the year or whatever else. Um, we seen we did see it like a balance out on um, – well, we did see that on uh, when they closed off the um, Rattler package, right? It was balanced out. Um, and then also a compatibility would be if there's a late availability or something like that would be a compatibility issue. We had a couple of those mm -hmm. orders where there were parts that they – things they had on their order that weren't available yet. So there would be a compatibility issue until they come in. Right now on the Maverick, there's a compatibility issue with the mm, – what was it? I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, it was a protective film or something. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. And so that was throwing a compatibility issue with a couple of our orders. So we took yes. those off, and they don't have that issue anymore. So some things like that. Yep. All right. John Bradley asks, are the escape plug-in hybrids in production yet? Well, right now they're not producing anything at the plant, but um, they should be. Um, yes. Um, the um, fact was that one that we saw at the show, a plug-in. Or was it a hybrid? Just a hybrid? I can't remember. We, we'll I think it was watch. just a hybrid. I didn't see yeah. the plug-in on but it. But, yes, they should be. Again, they're producing them in a smaller number, probably, if they do it like they do the Explorer, mm -hmm. even at a different plant. Um, so we know we noticed that. Uh, just for you guys who know, the Explorer and the Aviator um, hybrids and plug-ins are actually built at a different plant than the Chicago um, assembly plant. So. Yep. Um, anyway. And police interceptors are plug-in hybrids. Yep. We found that out. All right. Milcom guy. <laughs> Please talk about Super Duty produced, but not available or ready for sale yet. Yes. They don't have the okay to buy yet, so that's why they're built, but yet sitting. Um, they haven't uh, released them to be uh, shipped out yet. Not sure why. Um, don't know. So let me see if I have this report because I actually had pulled up this report and oh, it didn't have the okay to buy on it yet. Mm -mm -mm. Let me look here. Actually, I actually did pull up the most recent um, fleet mm -hmm. news bulletin and um, if it can load. <clears throat> sometimes they put the okay to buy on there and I don't. Oh, if they did on the Super Duty. I didn't even look for that. It's frozen. Yep. <laughs> Lot to load. Um, 23 Super Duty. Yeah, I don't see... Yeah, it doesn't show an okay to buy date on there. So I'm not sure when they can be shipped out, but yeah. Okay. I'm not sure why they aren't are not shipping out yet, but um, so, yep. As soon as they do, floodgates open up. <laughs> All right. Jack Evans says, hello, Tim and Sarah. I've heard you mention a few times about job two within the model year. What does job two mean? And so, I'll have a follow-up question for that. Okay. So if there's any um, 
there's job one, which is the start of production for that model year. If they make any, if they need to make any major significant changes, then they'll make it a job two. So they'll about halfway through the year, they'll kind of stop for, uh, production and then they'll make a job two. I uh, usually um, in past years, job two is where we saw a price increase um, on some of those vehicles. On uh, now they're doing them even before that. Uh, that's why they still call them a mid-year price increase, but now they, they're doing it even before mid-year. Um, but also, um, any, any significant changes that they need to make because of parts or any things. Uh, like when we were at the plant, they said, you know, sometimes um, they'll, some things will be a job to change uh, that they'll implement at job two, but some of them they need to implement right away, even on job in the middle of job one or even in the middle of production that day. And they'll make a, a little tidy change to something um, that'll be put on the vehicle. So uh, a lot of times job two is your mid-year half you know halfway super duty is that way job two is going to be when they open up for those luxury trims so um my backup question is do we know when job two is opening for super duty uh they said april april but we don't okay. have a date yet okay it's not on there either because I was getting that question a lot in emails today, yeah, and yeah. we don't know that yet. Okay. They don't even have it listed on the. Up in here. Yep. Okay. Michael Nice says, "Are shipments by rail from Map backed up or quick?" I think they're all backed up right now. So. Yep. Reducing them faster than shippers can get them out. Yep. So. Um, one of the things we found out is once a vehicle has been, you know, once it's been produced and it's been inspected and everything and ready um, and it's been released, um, once it's been produced, it'll go onto the lot within their uh, on the plant's uh, grounds and it'll stay there when they're able to um, send them over to the rail. Then they'll drop them off the rail yard. Once they drop the rail yard, that's where you see released. That's mm -hmm. where the factory releases the vehicle over to the shipper and at that point it is no longer the factory's possession um it has now been passed on to the shippers at that yeah. point you're waiting on the shippers so all those vehicles if they're sitting in the rail yard then yeah you're just waiting on the shippers so yep. not much you can do james malone says what's the deal with f-150 lightning halting production oh wait we did you, did you answer that yes it's a battery issue. Yes. You answered that one. This was before that. They're not telling us what the issue is. Hush, hush. Okay. Um, and then I have some questions that were answered that didn't get put in the box. Um, Smoking Quack 89 says, My dealer refused to add Black Appearance Package to my hybrid XLT order. And we went over that. Why? Um, they He said it would mess up the orders. No. Um, did it today on an order? Yeah. Rick, I think Let's it was. Um, I think it was Rick and Kelly's. To add after I get confirmation email, something to add after I get the confirmation email. You should have gotten the confirmation email, right? If uh, unless the email address or something wasn't put in there, we right. we fixed one today where the person that put the order in did not put their address or the email address in their address, so yeah. we put it in today. Uh, the next email that Ford would trigger and send out, they would start getting notifications at that point, yep. but they won't get their re-notification. So if you haven't gotten a confirmation, check. check with your dealer and make sure that your email is input correctly and, and let them know that adding Black Appearance Package will not do anything. Nope. 
All right. It might slow you down because, again, that's constrained to 10%. So yes. um, they're, you know, they'll get built at, you know, depending on what your priority is and how it would affect you. So, mm -hmm. And then Ridgeview did ask about, um, we did answer his because he asked, did we have fun in Chicago? Are there any new features at the show on the Maverick? So that we, there were no new features on the Maverick. They had one Maverick there. It was an EcoBoost FX4. Yeah. Basically the one that they had there last year. Yeah. <laughs> Same one, I think. Very basic. Uh, so, yeah, it was, yeah. All right. Rianne got Berl. Got Berlet. So, Rianne. Rianne. If I wanted to make a change on my 23 Maverick order, such as added rear window or the cargo management system and take off the hitch, would that cancel any incentives? Nope. Again, only, um, and again, as long as your dealer does it the right way, mm -hmm. the only thing that would affect is if you change the body code. So if you go from front-wheel drive to all-wheel drive to or to the advanced uh, all-wheel drive system would be the only way. Mm -hmm. Richard Pierce says, how y'all... Late due to Bible study, I'll rewatch this episode later to see what to see here what I missed. Someone was telling me about Bible study today. All right, FDJ. A while ago, there was an offer on a bundle price for spray and bed liner and Ed Rails. Is that bundle still available? Yep. Yes. So if you have the spray and liner and the cargo management system slash mm -hmm. sixteen uh, six D link connectors slash cleat tie down kit C on what system you're looking at um, then you'll get a 225 credit mm -hmm. all right another one that I pasted in here smoking quack 89 asked my dealer recently got 13 Mavericks in two of which were the same build as mine any chance they are using my build to sell because they are on the lot nine to ten thousand over MSRP no you should when yours got scheduled you got a VIN number you yes. can always go and look at the VIN numbers on those vehicles mm -hmm. to match, to see if they're the same. Um, so, you might be surprised yeah. because the Mavericks are actually very simplified build. Yes. Um, a lot of them, you know, are pretty similar in mm -hmm. how they order them. So, you know, you, like even on the XLT, if, you, if you're if you looking at an XL, XLT hybrid, I mean, they're, they're, you have two packages as options and that's it, right? Yep. You have, you have you know, the luxury package and, and the Copilot 360 package. Yeah. And when I do my lot walk, if you're a member, you'll... They could tell you as well, a lot of them are equipped the same, yeah. you know, I mean, when you look at them. And so you see a lot of that. So even colors, you know, there's only, yeah. you know, nine, eight or nine different colors. Um, you can see that happen. Yeah. I mean. Um, I think when mine came in, there were like two others in that same color that looked exactly like mine. Yeah. Um, we have three employees with the same colored vehicle. Here. And they, if you look at them, <laughs> they look all the same. Yeah. Um, so that's not necessarily the case. Um, yeah. Now, because they didn't have to do necessarily have to do COVP, they you know they could put an order in several times. But again, they're going to be done within their allocations. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's just depends on how that that works out. But all right, Lonnie Geisler, order bank for twenty four. Uh, if many of us are not likely to get the twenty three built due to the allocation issue, what hope do we have when twenty four orders come online? It's all 22 over, all over again. Um, so when that, yeah, basically, I mean, so like for us, I mean, we have, when you look at us, we had um, some 22s that didn't get scheduled. 
Um, we had a bunch of those. Um, when we put those orders in, we prioritized their orders. Mm -hmm. When we took people that didn't have one that was a 22 get carried over, we put them at a different priority. So currently right now, we have almost all of our carryover 22s have been scheduled with zero of our new orders scheduled. So um, they were all put in party 15. Even this last week when we had 17 allocations, um, we have about 20, we had about 20 to, uh, I don't know, we had like 20 to 25 that need to be scheduled of those lower priority ones. We had zero party 15s. All of our new orders have been as a party 15. So really it's up to that dealership. So come around to 23 to 24, if we, because in 23, what basically even in 23 happened the same way. If somebody did not get uh, produced or scheduled in 22, um, they, those orders had to be put in again for 23. So the only way we could tell whether or not it was a 22 or a 23 for us was the priority code we put in for those orders. We'll do the same for, for our 23 orders. So it is within the dealership's right to do however they want to, but those are the allocations like in, in 22 model year. Um, the allocations were given to the dealers based on those orders, not on how many on a certain algorithm or whatever that Ford chooses to use. Uh, but for the Maverick for this year, it's you get allocations based on that market the market basket mix on four different models on how many allocations you're going to get. So, you know, we're not going to get in and probably get enough allocations to fulfill all of our orders because of what Ford decided to go to this year. Now, 24, I hope they go to sales for Maverick alone, and that would help us get even more allocations than, we, than we're than we going to receive this year. Mm -hmm. But it's really hard to tell. Um, but yeah, orders will have to be put in as new orders for 24, and just hopefully your dealership prioritizes your order because yours didn't get produced in 23. Um, Ford is saying that they're not going to give any private offers that they're done giving those and they want to on, on you can tell on all their models they're wanting to get them all of them that have open ones taken care of because their plan is rolling over to 24 they don't plan to do that now my opinion though is we're gonna see it because ford screwed up and they admitted to dealers even that they messed up and didn't let dealerships know their allocation number before they started taking orders you know they did that on super duty just like with us, we knew we were getting 100, so we stopped at 100. We know on the Bronco how many more new orders we can take for 23. So we're going to stop when we get that many orders. But on the Maverick, Ford didn't tell the dealers what that number was until after they opened up the order banks. So they even admitted that they messed up at that time. So I think because they know they messed up, they might give private offers. I'm hoping. But we'll see. But they're saying that their line is that they're not planning to. Bronco, they don't plan to um, when they carry over. So that's why they're saying, hey, you need to make changes to your orders on those Broncos because you're not getting a private offer in 24 if your order doesn't get scheduled. Yeah. Think of all the money they're losing out because they're having to, to send out these private offers. They should because they didn't produce them. But mm -hmm. um, it is costing a lot of money. So that's their, their plan is they want to be done. Even on the Lightning. You know, they said that they're going to build all the, the current reservation holders are going to get invites by the summer, and they're going to have them all produced by the end of the year. They're going to actually produce late into um, next year or the end of this year to produce all the 23 Lightnings because they have a new model for next year. So um, so they were going to kind of want to be clean, but some of the models, it's not going to happen like the Maverick. So. All right. All right.
Urban Albino says, is it true F-150 Lightning electric pickup after discovering... Wait, we went over that. I think I'll cancel my order that shows in production for 227 Once it's in production, you can't cancel it. Nope. So if you if you let your dealer know that you plan to cancel, then they'll just take yeah. it in and then they'll just sell it. We we had um we had that happen on a lightning. It was already it was already in production and um they're not taking it and so there's not I mean it'll get it'll get sent here and we'll yeah. it'll just sell to somebody else. So Yep. All right. So Which if you're not taking it, I mean I know some people like I don't think that's right, but well, it's an order you put in, said you were going to take, and then it got scheduled, and then you decided not to take it after it got scheduled. Yeah. So why wouldn't we have the right to, to sell it to somebody else? Because, you know, it's different if, like, we've had this happen on a lot of people that they've canceled the order before they got scheduled, and we just canceled their order. And um, which we could if we wanted to keep that order in there. But because of our other customers, like on the Broncos and the, um, the um, Mavericks, we're canceling them. Because we want to give our other customers that are waiting that opportunity to get their scheduled first. So, so the next question was, what does it mean to pre-order Maverick? So that basically means that you're kind of putting your name on a list for a dealer. Mm -hmm. So on the Bronco, we have a lot of pre-orders. So people, uh, because the order bank, the order guides are already out for 23, and they haven't opened up the order banks yet, we actually do have buildable orders. Um, for the Broncos. So they're giving us, they're saying, hey, this is how I want mine built out based on Ford's building price, or you can do it on our website as well now. Um, and so we have those already. So when the order banks open up, I can go ahead and order that vehicle. So pre-order lets the dealership give your information. Hey, I, want, I, I need to know your name, address, and everything so that I can put your order in. I need your, I need a copy of your driver's license, that kind of thing uh, to do the COVP and all that. Um, and so it's giving that information for the order that you want to build before the order banks open up. Mm -hmm. So if you, on the Maverick, when we took those, uh, we based it on last year's build and some things did change. So we put them in as closely as that what we had on those pre-orders. And then after we put those orders in, then we can make changes to orders because you can make changes mm -hmm. um, without any penalty until they decide to do a price increase or something sells right. out or they close the order banks. Um, so we were able to make changes like when they some of the different changes that we found out so mm -hmm. hopefully ford's intention is is that they're going to have the building price up i think what will happen is they'll have it up when the order banks open up they really be nice if they have the building price before um they open up the order banks as well as the be nice for dealers to have the order guides as well in advance but um i don't know if that'll that'll actually happen but that's kind of what a pre-order is, getting the information to the dealership so they can order it when the order banks open up. Kind of have your name in line in a sense. So especially if Ford says, hey, for us, we know that we can only put in 57, I think it's 57 or 58 Bronco orders when the order banks open up. I, don't know, I think it's 57. 53 or 58. Anyway, um, Ford, uh, Ford told us ahead of time, here's how many you yeah. can. So we can take those pre-orders and know that, hey, we're already at that number. Don't take any more orders. Yeah. And these are the ones that so we're going to put So we can stop. Yep. All right. Peace out with Paul. Says, when you say Maverick Priority 14 were overlooked, does that mean all your Priority 10, 11, 12, and 13s are all scheduled at your dealership? No, we had a couple 13s that were overlooked for a 14. That's the that's what I was talking about. But, yes, we're down to – I can actually pull that up. Oh, let's see. 
Only a couple. We're going to start working on next month. We'll start working on uh, new orders. For the most part, we have a couple of those that again they have the hitch on them. If they remove the hitch, then they probably get scheduled. But um, let's see, where's my Maverick list? Unscheduled. So I actually have it in order. So we do have we do have some 11s too. But the two I was telling you, the two 13s were overlooked by some EcoBoost orders because um, of the hitch. But we do have 10. We have 10. Okay. That, oh, wait, 11. We have 11. So we have 11 of the ones before that need to be scheduled. So um, we have some we're 10s. Down. We have some 10s and 11s. They are hybrids. Um, the 13s that got overlooked were EcoBoosts because of the 14s that we had um, passed them up. So, wait a minute, is that just, I just have that listed by hybrid? <laughs> I think I do, let me look, let me resort this here. Let, let's resort one second. Sort by priority. Column C. Um, you need to go to the one beside it, right? 18, but that doesn't make sense. Okay, this is before that, and this is on the 6th. Okay, this was actually done before they got scheduled. So the 18 minus the 17, it wouldn't leave us with one, but some 14s popped in there. So I don't know. I'll have to pull a new list, but we, we only yeah. have like a handful, a couple hybrids and... Um, couple EcoBoosts. I think two EcoBoosts didn't get scheduled and then like five hybrids. So I think we're just down to a handful. Yeah. I'm just smiling at your antics in the chat. <laughs> Y'all are interesting. Oh, Tim Johnson, he met up with us yes, on Thursday night. He did. That was nice. So. Yes. Enjoyed dinner at Pisano's. Pisano's. Got pizza. Yep. Well, we got pizza the night before. That night we got pasta. Yes. All right. Ryan Burns asks, is the Super Duty going to get the okay to buy this week? We do not know. Don't know. Don't know. All right. Tim Foster asks, thank you all for, for all you do. We saw the price changes on just about all terms, but the heritage looked the same. Can you confirm? So, um... So all the trims got so a price increase. The price increase on the Bronco was on all two doors, all four doors. Yeah. So that would probably also include the Heritage, any trim level. Um, so, and then Raptor was $2,800, so. Yeah. All right. All right, Patrick W. says, ordered Maverick in September. Does the dealer need to update the order with the 4G LTE removal code, or will factory do automatically? 4 does it automatically. Yes, and so, I can attest to that. It was removed on our order, so yep. it is removed automatically. Yep. Um, there was a lightning that I thought I messed up and didn't put add a removal to, and I started looking, and Ford says they will make that change. Just like with the heated steering wheel right now, they removed the heated steering wheel, added that option for the removal, mm -hmm. and just like it was available, guess what? It, they took it off as well. So they did it for our orders. We didn't have to do it. So, 
Um, freaking crazy six nine three two. That's basically you did a pre-order with Derek. Yes. So uh, you are Derek is very diligent with his. Yes. So he yeah, is. you are good. You're going to be one of those orders that will be put in. So. He is one that when we did maverick he was here late that night letting all of his pre-orders know that we weren't able to place the orders immediately and so he called every single one of his pre-orders yeah. and let them know that they were not placed that day but as soon as he got in the, in the next morning they would be placed he stayed late i was putting in orders for members and he was the only person in the dealership he stayed here to call his customers yes. so and let He's very know, diligent. Very, and let him know that his pre-orders he wasn't going to get them put yeah. in that night because the system was down. I, I wouldn't say that I was actually ordering them that night. I was no, saving them. He was saving. <laughs> so that way, the next day he could just go through and submit. Mass submit them. So. All right, Deke Marshall says any update on Ford offering a cash incentive to switch hybrid Mav to EcoBoost? Nope. Nope. Not, not this yet. time. I'll let you know. <laughs> Definitely. All right. You'd think they would since they did something like that on the Bronco. Right. But. Well, they aren't desperate at this time. Well, you'd think they would. <laughs> They're over capacity way. But we'll they'll wait for job two for that, I guess. Yeah. Maybe we'll they'll see. wait until job two hits and then go for there. All right. Know. Greg Avar says, how much should a converted balance be paying for Sasquatch? It went up consider considerably. Okay. So I think there, were, there was a question. I think last night at All Train Nation, they were – kind of talking about this, uh, about the Sasquatch or the Sasquatch package changed on the Badlands. Um, I think that, um, well, let's look at the pricing guide. So let's just pull up. Um, order guys. And I keep, I keep, if you ever need anything, I always keep all the copies of every order guide and every price list as well. So I can tell you, the current price list and uh, it is on the Bronco is very confusing because even like on the Big Ben, they'll tell you, well, here's the price it is. Uh, if you don't have the mid package, here it is with the mid package, excluding the package pricing. It's like really confusing. So you still have to add the mid package on. So it gets really confusing. So, um, so when you look at the Sasquatch package. See there, it's listed in here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. So there's seven different prices. So it is saying Sasquatch on the Badlands is $4,090. Um, so, but I think on the Badlands edition, um, it's not standard automatic. So, but Sasquatch, I think requires the automatic. So I think that price includes the automatic. But don't know for sure because you could go two three manual but to add a sasquatch you have to i believe you have to add the automatic and i think that's the kicker and that's why it's that much so i think that's the difference and i think that's what's confusing to people anyway because it used to be on the bandlands it was like twenty five hundred dollars but i think they said you need to add it so i think before they didn't include it in the pricing so Anyway, there you go. Uh, we had a question about our membership. Actually, I can look that up on YouTube. Are we getting close to 300? Don't know. I'm the one that handles that usually. <laughs> last month, I could tell you it was 240. 
Yeah, we're still, I think, under 250 still. But we're, we're climbing. You are hosting a live on Valentine's Day. You're a brave man, Tim. Well, I'll tell you this. My wife's working, too. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so um, I think for her, it's more important that I, you know, not just Valentine's Day, but that any, every day, right? It's not Valentine's yeah. Day. I mean, like, it's actually, she it doesn't always like it when I buy flowers on Valentine's Day, to be honest. <laughs> she, yeah. She's like, don't, don't buy flowers on Valentine's Day. They're too expensive. <laughs> so... <laughs> But I did get her a bouquet of flowers and took her coffee to her at work this morning because I'm late on Tuesdays. Um, it was her coffee. but <laughs> <laughs> So she bought coffee, you know, at Starbucks, paid yeah. ahead. She got there. She didn't have much time. She expected to be ready. It wasn't ready. So she's like, do you have time? I'm like, actually, I was going to go by and get you Starbucks and bring it to you at work. So that worked out. So I went and picked up her, her own coffee and tea. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Um. We are at 241 for members right now. Cool. Okay, back on September 16th, I placed an order for Maverick from a local dealer. They sent me an official looking verification with four logos and numbers. Never got any follow-up emails. So you didn't get an email from Ford. You might check with the dealer and make sure you have that order. Ask for a Dora. So the Dora is the actual mm -hmm. confirmation that the order that Ford received the order. So that's a dealer order receipt acknowledgement. So that is the acknowledgement that Ford received your information. So and anytime the an order a change is made to an order, Ford will send a new one of those to the dealer. Mm -hmm. So I would ask for that. If they say, well, there's no reason you need that, you can say, well, that's the only really way of knowing for sure that my order was submitted because they can actually pull up now right now at this point since the order banks are closed if they do pull up give you a, a copy of the order sheet then that is probably accurate mm -hmm. too because um they couldn't put a new order in at this present time so um so i would just check with your dealer and see that you put it in there more than likely they didn't put your email address in or the wrong email address into your order and that's why you haven't received anything from ford mm -hmm. um jeff man she doesn't usually she'll go for chocolate kisses like hershey's kisses but she doesn't go for box chocolates because a lot of those fillings contain gluten yeah so she can't my wife can't have gluten ha have gluten so, so there's a lot of things it's better yeah. to just get a bag of chocolate kisses yeah um but someone said don't worry about tim he's spinning it with one of his valentines and that's right <laughs> I remember there was once that you brought balloons for us girls. Or I think you guys eat your rose that one time. I don't know. All right. Is your inventory specialist still overwhelmed with their workload? Yes. <laughs> Very. That won't change, probably. Because no. a lot of these private offers are disappearing. So she's having to mm -hmm. do all those. So I will tell you... if. So that's one thing that we found out. We had one that the private offer was there. I actually checked it and verified. We had this one in December. All, all these were here, and including this person's. The vehicle came in. We went to go pull it. It wasn't there. It disappeared. Um, so we contacted the sales and inventory specialist. We had to give them the information. We They were here to pick up their vehicle. I think they lived in Arkansas or something. Um, you know, They went home. So what we did is we went ahead and did the paperwork and everything without the private offer. Um, we got the private offer for them and the check should be about sent now. They should be receiving it anytime now. But so what we did is 
sales inventory specialist will go ahead and get the find the private offer, give a certificate number, then we can claim it. And then once we claim it to Ford, then uh, we say, because it's basically like a rebate. So you can receive it later, just like you can any rebate, like you get on a TV or something like that. So Ford then sends the, the uh, rebate to us, and then we cut them a check. And that's what we did for this customer. So that check should be in the mail now. They should be getting it any time. But that did take for them, because she was out sick for a couple of days, it did take over a week, week and a half to get that processed. Um, so um, sales and inventory specialist isn't the one that actually processes it or doesn't actually process the information. The sales inventory specialist gets all the information of the validity and whether or not they should have gotten it. Then they send that information to CNI and then they actually put the offer to get this. They get the certificate number for them and then they just forward it back to us. And actually then we pull it up in the system and it's there. So, um, so it is a system. It's not, it's a terrible system at this mm -hmm. point, but at least it gets the get something to the customer. So, and some people they they need to fix that because there are a lot of people that that twenty seven fifty wouldn't lower their payment. Yeah. So getting the cash is great, and I can put it in the man I can put it in the bank or something, but it's not going to lower my monthly payments. It might I could send that to the to the the lender, and it's going to lower my overall, but still not change that payment mm -hmm. for the next you know sixty days. It's just going to make it go you know I probably won't have that last payment at the end or whatever. Um, or last couple, but anyway, so that needs to be fixed. But at this present time, that is kind of how it works. All right. Alan asks, should I be checking with the salesperson about price protection before my Maverick comes in? Um, yeah, you can check ahead of time. Hey, just want to make sure that you, you, you know, we have had people protected. with them not showing up. So they think, I think the pro, the thought process there is should I check beforehand to make sure it's there so that way when I go pick up, well, there's no problem. And what that saves too is when you go in and go pick it up and if you don't, and then they're going to go, okay, here's your price and it's the new price and go, wait a minute, this is the price I should be paying. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, well, let me, just a second. And they go back and talk. I mean, it's this back and forth thing, right, that you guys don't want to do. Nope. Um, so if you get ahead of time and let them know, I know about price protection. I know that I'm supposed to pay, get this paid. Ford even has mm -hmm. a price protection policy that all dealers are supposed to adhere to. Um, so letting them know ahead of time that you know you're an experienced purchaser and such can kind of help you when you go in to do it because then they can say, yes, we know that. It's already in place, that kind of thing. So uh, I fixed one today for uh, someone. I added that black appearance package. You know, I printed a sheet. Uh, it's one of our members, but I, I told the salesperson to be processing it. Don't forget, what we'll want to do is take that original Dora and just add this black appearance package price to it. So you, and here's the two sheets. Make sure you keep them both. Um, but I can reprint them if I need to. So yeah. um, that's the great thing is now is that those Doras can be reprinted. Um, so that's that's going to make it really nice because in the past you didn't. If you if you lost a Dora and you didn't have it, then you didn't know what you were pricing. Um, so. Anyway. All right. I ordered my 23 Mav Lariat hybrid on September 19th. Will mine get built? No constraints. Items priority code 19. Um, again, depends on your dealer. Yes. Depends on their allocations, how many orders they took for the year. And um, how many they took the year before and how many rollovers they have. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into <laughs> that. Um, you know, Ford did give dealers that had unscheduled 22s. They gave them allocations to cover those and then their new uh, and then they added their new allocations what they should they think they should earn on top of that so they actually should have earned enough allocations for all their 22 orders 
plus a certain number of allocations for their new orders. Uh, although that number wasn't even close to what it should be. But um, so it really just depends on because um, of when you ordered, you're probably in the second half of those that ordered. Um, so that 19th was a Monday of that week. Um, and so orders were could be taken that Thursday night. Most people weren't able to put an order in until Friday. So if you had a Friday, Saturday is one thing. But if you had a Monday, you're probably in that second half of the orders. So at our dealership, it'd probably be pretty rough for mm -hmm. you to, to, to get one. And hopefully they ramp up production and change their allocations. But hard to tell. Uh, my salesperson said he may be on vacation when my truck comes in, but he could set me up with another salesperson. Will he still get credit for the sales even though I don't close with him? Depends on the dealership, but yeah. um, the way we do it is is that's a, they, it's a split deal. So mm -hmm. both salespeople would get paid on the deal. Yeah. And credit and credit would be split. Yeah. But a lot of our salesmen team up with one other salesman uh, that they trust. Um, that won't like take their customers and we do have back. some sales guys like we have one that's um that's originally from india and he's actually been in india for two months mm -hmm. and his sales assistant's been delivering all his vehicles for him yeah so they they they're a team and yeah. so they you know, once he, they get he, to he, a certain level then they get, they get assist, an assistant so he's gone for two months his, assistant. his assistant stepped up and is kind of taking so over his role he's still going to get paid on and i know they do a really good job of making sure those assistants are getting paid accordingly but yeah. then that way it's still his sale uh, number wise and such and then um his assistant gets paid a certain percentage of all his deals mm -hmm. so um so we do have a lot of our uh we have a club level system in place that we put in place a long time ago and guys work really hard to get that and one of the perks of that is getting a sales assistant so yeah um and uh, so we do have quite a few sales assistants around mm -hmm. and they help out there especially like when there's a day off then they can take a day off and other sales assistants can help a customer you know if they're coming in process the paperwork they all know how to do the paperwork and everything so mm -hmm. um i am seeing a i think a bunch of not a bunch, but some questions over in the chat. And I'm focusing on our Q&A box. I'm looking at the chat. You though. are? Okay, yeah. so you're catching I don't some know if I'm them. catching all of them, but <laughs> if I don't answer your question and you're in the regular chat, you might throw them into the uh, Q&A over there. Yeah. We aren't paying as heavily of it, as <laughs> much attention to that as we are the other one. I've noticed some of them have been in both places because I'll notice that you've actually said a question that I saw in here. Mm -hmm. So. Right. Sometimes they do pop in. The WV says, that's funny that you think California has the electric infrastructure. Don't you remember how you made fun this past summer with the rolling blackouts? Yeah. Blackouts. Brownouts? Blackouts. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, they were saying the infrastructure on the hydrogen. That yes. You can only do those in California. So I do see one in here that Martin put in there. Any updates on Maverick Tremor allocations coming up? Um, Maverick... Um, tr um, the Maverick trimmers are done within the same allocations, so there's not special allocations for them. So they are yeah. still done within the dealer's allocations. Yeah. And they're done at a smaller percentage because uh, their production level is 8% on those. So. <laughs> Can I get 2021 pizza for free since they didn't order or they didn't deliver in 30 minutes? <laughs> they don't Just deliver in 30 days. Mm -hmm. It's free. All right. Any any news on Ranger Raptor release date uh, and pre-orders? 
Um, well, since we really don't know what the order guide is going to look like, I mean, we can take names for pre-orders. Um, but the um, the Ranger itself, we did uh, I did look, and it looks like it might be summer production. So maybe the order banks, they're saying, might be opening up in April. Um, but on the Raptor, we don't know about when that will open up. Maybe the same time. But if they do Ranger Raptor the way they're doing F-150 and Bronco Raptor, they're done on a they're manually allocated so mm -hmm. a dealer will earn allocations based on certain criteria on the ranger for us that might be a struggle because we don't sell a lot of rangers uh, and i know that the other raptors i know on the bronco raptor our allocation number is based on how many f-150 raptors we sell and broncos and that's why we get a lot of bronco raptors because mm -hmm. we sell a lot of f-150 raptors and we get a lot of f-150 raptor allocations um, so we're hoping that for the ranger Raptor, those allocations would be based on the Bronco Raptor and F-150 Raptor sales. And if yeah. that's the case, then we will probably get some. But a dealer has to have a Raptor allocation to take one. So usually what happens is they'll tell us at the beginning of the month, hey, you've earned so many, like this month or this week, we got an email saying you earned four Bronco Raptor allocations. Which order numbers do you want us to select for those four? They're manually allocated. So we actually, um, usually we don't put those orders in yet. What we'll do is we know what people are in line to get one. And then we call them and say, okay, how did you want it configured? What color did you want? That kind of stuff. And then we put that order in uh, with the stock. It's a stock order technically. And then we give the inventory and sales specialist those order numbers. And then those are the ones that get produced or get scheduled. Um, Ranger Raptor will probably be the same way. So they'll probably be manually allocated. So yep. uh, Raptors are manually allocated. Uh, G, uh, Shelby GT500s were manually allocated when they were, they were ordered. Um, what are some of the others? Um, mostly those are the, for the most part, the Heritage Limited Editions are done that way too. So mm -hmm. as well as on the Bronco Sport and the Bronco. So. All right. Once you are scheduled, is it possible to upgrade your trim on a Maverick? Ooh. Um, so Ford will let you try to make changes to your order. Mm -hmm. Not the day it's scheduled, but usually the day after. Um, and some are easy. Colors are easy. Um, sometimes a non-constrained option is easy. Um, outside of that, changing the trim altogether, I would probably say no. So they probably would not take that at all. So. All right. Greg Abar, am I price protected for the original 21 cost of Sasquatch put on a bad, Badlands? Nope. So your so price protection is done within the model year. Private offers are for those that didn't get scheduled. So you, if you had a 21 order, and now you, sh I would hope you have a 23 order with your dealer, um, that you should have a, a, there's a table that's out that shows how much you should be receiving. Depending on when you ordered in 21, will dictate how much of a private offer you're gonna receive depending on what trim you ordered back then. So whatever your order looked like at the end of 22 before it was pushed as a to a 23, whatever that trim level was and what door configuration would dictate how much of an offer private offer you're going to get so I, I did a whole video on this uh, process uh, you might check it out on our youtube channel um within our youtube channel just search private offer bronco or um, price protection bronco i've kind of covered it uh, extensively in there but that's how it happens price protection is done within the model year so what the dealer needs to do is in, in the case of the bronco if yours isn't scheduled yet you're going to have a price protection and a private offer you should get both 
So you'll get price protected to what your order price was when you ordered in 23 and then or confirmed order in 23, I should say. And then you'll also have the private offer that you receive. So they'll want to make sure you get both of those. So hopefully that makes some sense. It All gets right. a little confusing. So there are, there's incentive locks, price protection, private offers. There's three different systems set up to help protect and keep you. But you won't get the exact same pricing. The private offer is to help come as close as they can to that. Um, because if you ordered, you know, a Sasquatch or you ordered high package, luck package, they don't know that they're getting, they're giving you a private offer based on your trim level, not on the equipment you chose. So, all right. How many more February Maverick allocations does Lil MacArthur have? Zero. Mm -hmm. We use most of our allocations the first week because we have enough orders of what they're looking for because we have so many orders that they're all we're going to have all the configurations that, that uh, Ford's looking for at this point in time so that's why we use all of ours the first week mm -hmm. all right don o says along the same line there's a good chance the order placed with Lil macarthur won't be built for the 23 model year knowing these won't be rolled over is there a sign up sheet for a 24 map not yet yeah um <laughs> we last year we started taking them in march or april um we don't know when we're going to start taking them this yeah. year. Um, and, you know, I don't know. Depending on how many allocations we get and how many unscheduled we have going into 23, we may not take There's, any. Yeah, we might. Um, it just depends on how many of those people that have a 23 that don't get built that we need to put in there. I know um, yeah. Granger Ford did that on their uh, Mavericks this year. Um, they said they weren't taking any pre-orders because yeah. um, they want to make sure like, all theirs got scheduled. I feel like we should find out what our numbers for allocation is going to be before we start taking pre-orders. So that way we aren't We probably won't get over. that number, though, until right before they right. schedule. But so We don't want um, to over-promise. Yeah. So uh, I think we don't want to keep think taking them. In. I think we've decided that... Um, well, I guess I've I've decided, but <laughs> so at the dealership here, it's pretty much uh, Maverick is kind of my wheelhouse. So um, I pretty much taken on of looking over those and 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 figuring out the process on those. But um, I think probably we'll probably wait until at least you know May June before we start taking pre-orders. Um, so we actually had we I had a list of people that wanted pre-orders, emailed me and everything, and I had about half of those people when I contacted them for the pre-orders and everything uh, in that summer never they weren't they decided not to mm -hmm. so we hate for you to get put on a list and then something change in your lifestyle and you go ahead and get a vehicle then we kind of wasted that time so we'll probably yeah. wait till june to start thinking about it because it would probably be september before we can actually order mm -hmm. so we'll probably just wait till june to start taking those yeah. and figure it out at that point but all right do dealers know how many mavericks they are getting versus how many they are allocated to order Uh, it varies each month, right? Okay, what was that? I was reading Ray's here because we. Joseph Fronex says, "Do dealers know how many Mavericks they are getting versus how many they are allowed to be ordered?" Um, this year they did not give us that number until after the order banks closed. So, um, they like on some of the other models, they'll tell us, "Hey, like on the the Bronco, they told us we can take fifty whatever." somewhere in the 50 we know how many allocations we're going to have mm -hmm. ahead of time so we know what to take maverick they did not do that for us that's why we probably 
had too many. Uh, so Ray said um, that we have a uh, Maverick rollover order from 22 with uh, Law MacArthur, our sales guy is Ryan. Uh, we have a hybrid <laughs> order, party 13, but we have not scheduled yet. Uh, we are on the bubble. So, yeah, so you're one of those. So. Spexinator, our, that mean, the priority 13 means that he ordered in January. Our 10s are people that ordered in... That's how we prioritized yeah, ours. We, October. We, we prioritized ours so the people that ordered first would get scheduled first. And yeah. so we prioritized their orders accordingly. So when we uh, when 22 was done, all the people that we had that were left over that hadn't been scheduled were people from October, November, December, and January. So I'm like, hey, 10 for October, 11 for November, 12 so for December, so and 13 was January. So And then we did our new orders were 15s and then we moved some people down to or some people were at 14 that maybe had one with another dealer just we played it case by case that kind of thing but yeah. um and some of those were a rental company that we had that we made sure our other people got scheduled first before that um and that kind of thing um let me look this up and so yeah so that's how they worked and all of our new orders are in as 15s so uh, let's see here look up raise here <clears throat> Yep, he's right there. He is at 13. He's getting real close. Mm -hmm. So I need to pull that new list. But I'll have to do that tomorrow. But I know yeah. we're we're down to a handful. So Ray's one of the last ones there. So we'll Wait, get it. It's not it's right W01G got scheduled. Yes, this was before. Oh. This isn't including the 17 that got scheduled. Okay. So okay. I, I haven't pulled an unscheduled list. I thought, okay. I, I, thought I did, but... Um, okay, I was like, I, I thought his got scheduled. So I haven't pulled an unscheduled list after we got uh, to last week's scheduling. So that's why when I was going through it earlier, I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't look right. Yeah. So I need to pull that list. But anyway. <laughs> we are not taking bribes to bump priority. <laughs> we are not a sketchy dealer. Thousand, five thousand, fifty thousand. <laughs> kind of like you did with the people did with the lightnings. If you want one of the top ones. We can move yours up or lighten your reservation up. All right. On to the next one. Let's keep it moving. All right. Any updates on Bronco commodity constraints since reported a few weeks ago? Well, they do give us a report every week with updates. Shall we venture a look? All right. Wow. They're down to only 157 base left to schedule. All right. <laughs> Um, they're saying they're going to bribe you with a huge supply of G fuel. Yeah, I do need some more. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. I will say this. So on Bronco, I did see a note to the side, even though they weren't scheduling this week. I didn't cover this, but they said no scheduling for Everglades base or manual transmission until quarter three. So they do not plan. Um, although they have 157 base left to schedule. They'll probably try to schedule those. All the Everglades are scheduled. Those three that were left are scheduled. So they have, at this point, they have no Everglades orders in the order bank. 157 base left. Um, so they're saying in here that Everglades, base, and manual transmission will not be scheduled until quarter three. So that's something to note, too, if you're putting in a new order for 23, that those there will not get scheduled until late uh, part of the year. So... Mm -hmm something to think about as well and it also says badlands with option of wheel is balanced out so if you want a badlands as well a new order 
um, and you want the optional wheel, you won't get scheduled. So balance out means that they don't have enough of those optional wheels. So you're going to need to go with the standard wheel if you want a Badlands. So something else to make note of. Let's see. What else is on here? Um, wow. According to this, they're down to only 5,900 wild tracks. So they must have had a lot of people that switched from their wild track. Um, they've cut that in half. No, Joe Bezik, the did that. box did not close. If you can't see it, drop your question in and we'll answer it. Yeah, so sometimes that box isn't working. Um, let's see. Other than that, Heritage is down to 1,200 units. So, <laughs> so total hard top percentage now, 94%. For what? 94% of the orders have hard top on the order. <laughs> because all the ones that had soft top got scheduled. <laughs> so Almost all of them, so they're down. To, they're at ninety-four percent. Ford probably wouldn't be happy with me if they watched my videos. Um, ninety-nine percent of them. This can't be right. Ninety-nine percent of them are automatic, so they schedule a lot of manuals, a lot of base, so they don't plan to schedule any more out after this month. I don't think. Um, so they're down to only one, well, only one hundred and seventeen manual transmissions. Um, so well, that's good because you know it shows their overcapacity, but. Not really, because it's, I mean, they'll get some manual transmissions when yeah. people order an order bank. You mean auto? Yes, automatic, yeah. So Sasquatch packages are still at 53%. Lux package, they're at 61%. Um, so same constraints in a sense, but um, it looks like to me most of the base, the Everglades, have been scheduled out. They've cut their wall tracks in half. So although it still says 27%. Anyway, so there we go. All right. I have what I have, and I probably disclosed more than I should have. All right, Michael. So nobody put that on Bronco 6G. I don't want to get in trouble. Michael Kostoff, just so I'm clear, if I switch to EcoBoost from Hybrid, will that put me at the back of the line? Will I get the same price from when I ordered? Okay, so the change in, if you go from Hybrid to front-wheel drive EcoBoost, that doesn't change the body code. So that wouldn't change your price protection in right. a sense because the engine is the same price, both of them. Um, so that shouldn't change it. Now, we'll move you to the back of the line. So in a sense, you're getting a new order date by changing the engine. So if you're a hybrid, that let's say you were in the middle of the hybrids, you're going to go to the back of the line of the other EcoBoost in a sense. Uh, now, right. priority has a lot to do with that. If you have a higher priority, then you'd get you'd be moved up in front of them. So priority codes have the first bearing in that. And the other is, in my opinion, the order date, even though Ford says it doesn't, um, it has to. So um, that's typically what probably happens. So I have yet to see one that where we changed it that right. got scheduled yet. So <laughs> yeah. So that's my point <laughs> there. So uh, I believe the order date still has some bearings. So into that. So um, so that's kind of how that would work. So you kind of want to work with the dealer. We actually had someone that thought about doing that. And I said, whoa, he ordered on the 16th. And right now he was he would actually, he's higher now if he stays a hybrid than if he went to an EcoBoost. It actually moved his order to the bottom of the EcoBoost. And because of how many orders we have, he actually would move down if he switched to EcoBoost, even though Ford says it would help you. So it all is dependent on your dealer. So um, not all dealerships have the spreadsheets like I have that I can look that information up. But, you know, most dealerships will say, yeah, it'll help you if you move to EcoBoost. You'll move up. Um, but it really depends on, well, how many EcoBoost orders do you have? How many allocations do you get a month? Okay, where am I at in line of my hybrids? 
and they probably most dealerships won't be able to tell you that i export out the webdo sheet so i can see all that information and i'm able to see within our orders but not all dealerships will do that so just something to think about i might i still feel like in my opinion if you ordered a hybrid on this the 16th or 17th i say you hold um that's just my opinion um and most dealerships are probably just now getting into the new orders at this point unless they didn't have any rollovers but like with us we're going to start seeing new orders next month you know so uh, get scheduled along with the rest of our carryovers like we have with uh, our, our person that was in there earlier. I can't remember who it was. Uh, kitchen. So, mm -hmm. Ray. So, um, yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right, Ron Fladell. When my Maverick is made, hopefully this year, can I get it drop shipped to a dealer here in Phoenix instead of it being delivered to you, then shipped back to me? Okay, so we would need the dealership that it's going to be shipped to on your order before it gets scheduled. Yep. So, so you, you need to, first of all, we would, we would need to call that dealer and make sure they'll do a drop ship. How yeah. much will they charge us? Because there is a fee for that. Yeah. Um, they won't do that for free. Um, so, and then once we do have that name and then we have verification of that, then we can go ahead and put that dealer code, uh, that dealer's ship's mm -hmm. number into your order. And then when it gets built, it will do that. But we have to do that before it gets scheduled. Yep. Um, and we do warn that yeah. you won't always get a good dealer mm -hmm. when you're doing that. We've had experience recently <laughs> with a mix-up at one of the dealers that got a vehicle drop shipped to them. So mm -hmm. we suggest that you have it here, brought, you know, delivered here, and then shipped to you directly from us. Um, we recommend it just because you don't know what kind of dealers or not kind of experience you're going to have with that dealer even though really the all they should be doing is delivering it to you we had a situation where the vehicle was delivered and it was there for like a week or so before we even they even yeah. let us know it was and then there. they thought it was one of theirs and they thought it was one of theirs and almost tried to sell it until they realized that they couldn't sell it because it wasn't in their inventory it was it was a whole yeah it was one of our members Plus, and uh with so, it being if you're planning to have it shipped from that dealer you might as well have it you know, delivered here so then we can arrange that help with the arrangement of that shipping make sure it gets on the vehicle well, they're just the gonna, truck they just want to pick it up at that dealer well they said and then shipped well they said instead of shipped i think didn't they and oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. and i, I get uh, we have to do that with hawaii dealers i mean yeah we, we've sold a lot of hawaii dealers and uh um we have to do the same thing with them we have to do drop ships with them but we've had some yeah. um so just keep that in mind you yeah. know I mean, if it's if you have your local dealer and you're not wanting to buy a vehicle from that dealer, how do you think that delivery experience yeah. is going to go? I yep. mean, just just something to, to keep in mind. I mean, we'd rather them come here uh, and set to you, but um, you know, we understand it does save on cost, especially yeah. if you don't want to finance the vehicle uh, with us. Then that would save that cost, and we've had people wanting to do that. Uh, they want to order from us because they want to kind of get it quicker, or they want to make sure it gets done right and there's constraints and they trust us yeah. um, and just have it delivered there. Um, but sometimes that does happen. So, yep. All right. Um, L ML Culpepper asked, uh, Maverick trimmer still undersubscribed. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, you can look that number up, but, uh, it, it was in the low 2% before it's still in that same percentage, 8% of capacity. Only 2% of the orders are trimmers. So, yep. Still well under. 
that's why, you know, it almost seems like people uh, that those are getting scheduled or the black appearance package, it's not necessarily that case. It's just they're under capacity. So um, it seems like most of the customers are getting their scheduled. It's a black appearance package. Sport package. 8% versus 10. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, when will we when will we go to Chicago again? Probably the next auto show. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Peace out with Paul says is changing from Maverick Hybrid to EcoBoost protected from the price increase. I think we went over that. Yeah, as long as you don't change the body code. If you go mm -hmm. from front wheel drive hybrid to all wheel drive EcoBoost, then you would lose price protection. <laughs> All right. Or well, I should say Ford won't pay the dealership back the change. So okay, that's really how that should work. Is a dealer should honor it, and then Ford would reimburse them, and that's how that works for price protection. So if the dealership knows what they're doing and they change the body code, then they should charge you the higher price because they're not going to get reimbursed back from Ford. Yeah, because uh, the body code was changed. Yep. All right. We're all. Your 22 Maverick rollover scheduled. Wondering when 23s will start scheduling. Um, yeah, we talked about that earlier. Um, almost all of them. We're down to just about a handful. So. Yep. All right. Patrick W says, "Hey Tim and Sarah, drop-in bedliner does not show now on the 23 Mavic build and price, but showed before order guide was updated. Can you confirm if it is still available on a retail order for 23?" Yeah, they didn't. The order guide hasn't changed. They didn't. Mm -mm. I look at any anytime they they update the order guide, I look for that, and that is uh, that it's not changed from that. Um, they might call it something different because in here they call it the load. They might be calling it the load. Uh, that would be the same thing. Spring liner, hard bed liner. Yep, it's still on here. Uh, Capacity is twenty five percent. Only five percent of the orders have it on there. So, not sure about building price. And, you know, building prices at 100%, that's why dealers are given order guides. Um, and when they go to order it, they can make sure. But um, the building price has had some mistakes. Uh, we had somebody today that was asking about an F-150 XLT, uh, what the mirror, what features are going to be on the mirror. They wanted the, the the turn signal indicator on the outside and such. And I'm like, not unless they're 302A. And it was a regular cab. I'm like, well, regular cab, you can't get 302A. So it won't have that mirror. And that order guide said that it was on the on the 301A. And I'm like, well, that's not right. It's not on 301A. The order guide does not show that. So mm -hmm. um, the website, the billing price was incorrect for that vehicle. So, All right. What is the cutoff timeline to change the color of your vehicle, of your Maverick? Or he just said vehicle. Usually um, when you scheduling, I mean, you want to try to make up your, just your mind on the color now. Usually once it's scheduled, that is the easiest thing that can be changed is the color. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> we learned this as well. So when your vehicle is actually getting produced, the color is not when it starts. Technically, um, when the factory is starting to produce, let's say they're going to make 500 vehicles that day, they actually will say, here's how many of the of each of the colors they need in bodies um, with and without the moonroof cutout. And so your vehicle actually isn't getting 
they don't put the VIN number on it and go, okay, this vehicle here, let's go spray this one because this is so-and-so's. So they actually do spray uh, colors. They go in sections. So they will actually go through there and take the body through and paint so many of each of different with and without a moonroof cutout. And then so when they go to build those vehicles, they, they'll look and see all the orders they're going to build that day. And they need 10 whites. They need 10 reds. They need 10. So really that's why color can be changed on the on the but you know beforehand because it wasn't that was going to stop it from getting scheduled out so um, when they go to build your vehicles that's i mean the VIN number doesn't get actually attached to it until you're in the middle of the trim being put together until the body the flooring and everything being put in the VIN gets put on the, the body itself then on the on the actually that doesn't happen until the dash is actually inserted into the vehicle mm -hmm. which is usually down the line so technically that particular vehicle doesn't get then until the bot the body comes into the into inside so mm -hmm. i would say your your vehicle's at the body company but technically that's not correct because um they just they start there so yeah it's pretty cool learning that so okay any updates on your maverick trimmer allocations coming up i ordered one with y'all on september 19th i'm hoping i'm close i believe it was one of the first few trimmers thanks in advance well again allocations yeah. are i mean we'll get out so many allocations they'll look for so many ecoboost so many mavericks so many black appearance package so it's not we don't get trimmer allocations it's different than a raptor so mm -hmm. raptors are many allocated where you get their allocations just for those the trimmers included with all the others so whether it be hybrid ecoboost trimmer black appearance um they're not we don't get special allocations for just trimmers okay if I'm scheduled for the week of April 10th on a hybrid Maverick, is there still a chance it won't be produced? If you're scheduled, you're good to go. At this point in the model year, <laughs> I should say. We get to the end, we might start questioning it because it happened last year. But at this point in time, yes, you have a VIN, you're going to get scheduled. April, you're going to get produced. Yeah, April, you're, you should be good. Yeah, you'll be good. So. Okay. Joe Bezik. I called Ford customer service and they told me on the F-150, the built-in connected navigation and Sirius XM was on the deleted features list. Can you clarify? Yes. At least it was. I don't know. I thought that was 22. I don't know if that was on still on 23. I did a video on all the things that are being removed and mm -hmm. that was not one of them. I think those are being built with those on there right now. I think some of the 22s um they were having issues with it at the end of 22 model year but for the 23s they should be on it so it depends on if you have a 22 coming in or you have a 23 that hasn't been scheduled uh, at this point in time i think they're really they're on there so let me double check the order guide but when i did that video that was not listed as a removal item yeah and he um, says i love your short videos on the f-150 deleted items that's very helpful so you see the video yeah so uh, yeah and i didn't i think i mentioned that on there so So the Siri was a Sirius XM and what else? Uh, connected navigation, built-in connected navigation. Yeah, I know that was an issue last year. Yeah, and I looked for all the removals, and that was not added as a removal item. And I could have missed it. Because they could have just not been taken out. Because that was that's I believe that's the things that are that are part of the Copilot 360 assist. So yeah, connected built-in navigation is on there. So they should have it. Um, 
the question is if he's already scheduled. Uh, a good thing to know is whether or not you, once you see your window sticker and can see it, it'll show a credit if they remove it. So that's another, um, and let me know if that is, because I'm not seeing that removal item on there like it was in 22. In fact, let's look at the 22 order guide. We're down to four questions. All right. So while we're at four questions, because we do know that we have a lag, if you, we missed your question, uh, go ahead and drop it into the question box so that we can go over it. I still have questions from Eugene Abbey, Adele Real, and Michael Orth, and M. Pugo. Pujo. 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 It's still the M. The M at the beginning without a space is what messes up my brain. All right, so I'm looking at the 22 order guide because I know that was an issue in 22. Um, I don't see the removal. That is a great question because I did not go over that. Mm -hmm. There, connected navigation says requires sync four with enhanced, includes Sirius XM. Well, hopefully I didn't miss that one. Um, but yeah, look on some window stickers. We'll, we'll try to look up some F-150s we have coming in and see if I can figure that out. So. Don't worry. I will get the hang of pronouncing Peugeot. I just have to say it a few times. <laughs> All right. Let's go with those last questions and we'll... Okay. Yeah. M. Peugeot says, how is it looking for two-door Bronco OBX? Four by four for remaining orders constraint with high and toe. High and toe, you should be good. Toe is not, yeah, toe is not a constraint. 38% um, of the orders have it on there and their capacity is 55. So toe package is no longer an issue like it was last year. Um, and high package is not an issue at all. So I, I think your order is looking pretty good. Um, sounds like you've removed the, the Lux and uh, package, so you should be okay. So what else did he say? They... Outer banks, two door outer banks, four by four for remaining orders. Yeah, I'd say you're good. It'll probably be, a lot would be within your dealership how many allocations they have, but um, with the high and tow, you should be good. So. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't wait. But I don't think this month though, they're not. I don't believe they're scheduling for those this month. I think next month is when they'll okay. get back to production. They're produce or scheduling for those vehicles. So. All right, you being. Eugene Abbey, so you plan on going to the Tamala Auto Show. It isn't scheduled yet, but they usually have them in the summer. Tamale. Tamale? Mm. Tamala. I don't know where that's at. Nope, I don't know where that's at yeah. either. Yeah, I think we're going to probably stick to the four. So, yeah, yeah he's saying that we uh, figured out how to pronounce uh, Hermosillo. You Herm did. Hermosillo. I still haven't. We, we had someone come in and give us a uh, Spanish lesson on that one. <laughs> one of our members, so yeah. which we love. So I'm glad she's Vaccinator, I still don't really say it because he's better at saying it than I do. So I just let him. Spectinator? 
Specs. Specs in nature. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. What items or packages can be added or changed after map scheduling? Can Black Appearance Package be added? Yes. yes. So yeah. basically... After scheduling? After scheduling. Ooh, Black Appearance Package is probably not one. Oh. So if there's okay. a if it's a constraint thing, I would probably say they more than likely they won't make that change. Um, if it's like adding something, uh, sometimes I can. Color is usually easy, but like changing the body, changing the trim, changing a constraint type of item like a black appearance package or a trimmer is probably not going to happen. So uh, you probably will not let you do that. It definitely won't let you change the body code. Um, I don't think it'll let you change the trim either. Um, so, but adding a few, uh, like an option here and there, like a, maybe a manual sliding rear window or something like that, but black appearance package is probably not because the interior color needs to be changed. So to get that so anyway so um he said he he, he removed the lux in the wild track so he went from wild tracks to outer banks um so there you go okay michael orth asks you mentioned some mavericks were scheduled prior with priority codes of 14 over 13s how did they get assigned 13 or 14 my impression was your rollovers were 10s and all new orders were 15s so with that you know we assigned 10 through four, 13 as our rollovers, depending on what month they had originally ordered. 14s are reserved for special cases, like they had a rollover order, but they chose to come with us instead of the original dealer. Um, and those were case by case. And then 15 is for our new orders. So it was so, more of... I, I think the dealer yeah. can change... Dealers can choose the or the priority codes on all their mm -hmm. orders between 10 and 19. Yes. So we're able to say, we want to do this on our orders. Mm -hmm. Another dealer may do 10s and 15s. Um, Ford's recommendation was, hey, we think that you should prioritize your carrier orders as 10s and your new orders as 15s. So that was their, their suggestion. Uh, suggestion. We took it to another level because another dealership did it that came into our live streams early on last year and said, my dealer's doing this. And I'm like, I like that idea yeah. because that way our people that are ordered in January don't get scheduled before our people from October, right? And so that's why we decided to prioritize our October orders as 10s, our November's 11s, December's as 12s, and January's as 13s. As the dealerships, we have the right to prioritize our orders how we would like to, so yep. to help them get scheduled in that order that they mm -hmm. that we want them to get scheduled and based off of that we did have someone that asked you know my do i changed something on my order and now they my dealer says that i am a i was a 13 and now i'm a 17 and they said that they they can't change it back because of the changes i have made and that is untrue yep dealerships can change that yeah. party code at any i can go in right now to any of my orders and change it from whatever they are to a new party code and resubmit it and say no it. matter what changes are made and making changes will not change your priority code unless the dealer makes it there now there is one exception to that if they change that sometimes if they change something on the top level okay that like the trim or the body code it will automatically change it to 19 okay. but then they can change it to 10. right so if it's changed yeah. to 19 they suggest could. to move it back but if you are like if they say it changed from 13 to 17 that's a little wonky you might want to go back and say can i please be a 13 again so they're giving us fun Air, words Air, 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 
That's how you're yeah. supposed to say it. Hermosillo. So he, he spelled it out. It's first. better to see it for er, me. Hermosillo. Now I have that. Um, yeah, they did now, tell us two L's makes and an O makes a yo. Yes. So we now they're giving that. us other fun words. Oaxaca. See, I can say that one. Oaxaca. So are we saying spectinator right? That's the question I want to know. Because sometimes I don't know. Acapulco. <laughs> I saying that one right? This has turned into a different live stream here. All right. Any okay. more questions? <laughs> yes. Your stickers printed, would they add other delete options? So if you're if you have your vid or your window sticker printed, can they add other removals? No. Once once your order has been sent to the plant and they put the window sticker, that is how it's going to be built. So that's why I'm saying once it's going, once yours is going to the plant and you can see your window sticker, then you'll know what it's going to be built. So if you have that, the navigation removal and all that put on there, then it'll show on that window sticker and you'll get a credit for that. So that's how you'll know. Um, I can't remember because I know when things carried over from 22 to 20, there's a lot in 22, a lot of these uh, things that they're removing. Uh, but when they started a new model year, those didn't necessarily just kick over and uh, they were going to do the same thing in 23. Mm -hmm. It actually starts over and they would like, they need to tell us. Okay. GS um, says, how do you anticipate Ford handling new Bronco orders as it relates to existing orders if chairman options are equal? How do you anticipate Ford handling? So they're going to keep their production. So... This is something else we learned by doing mm -hmm. that factory tour is that they don't see scheduling or any of that. All they see are the orders that come in and their capacity of when they can build them based on the parts that they have. And so they're going to still continue to produce Broncos in the capacity that they can. So when we talk about the capacity for the Bronco, you know, at this at this current time and what their capacity is, they know that their capacity in wall track is still 15 percent. That's not going to change with new orders. They can still only schedule those at 15% take rate. And Badlands at 20%, Outer Banks at 29%, uh, Big Ben at 23%. And then when we get into the Lux package, that's 40%. Sasquatch mm -hmm. is 40%. So they've actually given the dealerships and saying, hey, when you're taking those new orders, here is how many Sasquatches that you should expect to get scheduled. So if you take more than your 19 or your 40% of your 57 or whatever, if you take more than that, don't guarantee that they're going to get scheduled. And right. so that way you can structure your orders and how many you take in based on that capacity within your dealerships, you know, allocations that you have. And that's how Ford is handling that. So if, hopefully that answered that question. So All right. This is the last call for questions. I'm on the last question in the question box. So if you have any, drop them in. Is it standard practice to not take money on a pre-order until the order bank opens for Bronco? We aren't taking uh, any, you know, we're deposits. We're not taking deposits until we order. Yes, because we can't guarantee and that your order will get placed, so we aren't going to take your money until it's been confirmed with Ford. Right? Yep. And we don't know. Actually, we haven't decided whether or not we're going to um, take deposits on Broncos or not uh, the main we did on on 
the super duties because we knew we can only take 100. So we wanted to make sure that if you're going to give us an order that you plan to take it, and that's why we did a non-refundable deposit. So some people said, well, why don't you just do refundable deposit? So why should we, if we're going to do a refundable deposit, then what's mm -hmm. the use of taking one at all, <laughs> right? Uh, that's that's my philosophy on it. I'm like, well, if you're just, if I can just give it back to you, then why do it a refundable? So, and I do get that, hey, there are situations and we do those on a case by case. If somebody yeah. gives us a deposit and something changes, they can't afford it, something like that, you know, that's different. We can can't, especially if it hasn't been scheduled, mm -hmm. we can cancel. We'll, we'll probably more than likely give money back because we are, we are, we're open to that. We're not like, unreasonable or anything um, but if something happens you move or maybe you can't afford it maybe you had to get another vehicle instead so you can't take that order we're more than likely to give you that back because then that opens up an allocation for us to be able to order but if the order banks are closed we can't really do that on that mm -hmm. order then we kind of in a sense lose an allocation so anyway so yes we want uh, people that are serious that are wanting to, to take theirs to put in orders that would be the reason why we would take a deposit and that's the really the main reason um so it's not because we need the money or we're going to hold on to it. It's not that. It's that we want some a serious buyer that wants to put in that order that's going to take that order. So Most dealers in RagnarCon's area make deposits refundable up until it's schedule week, which makes a lot of sense. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. What if the order banks close and you can't add a new order? So let's mm. say you just say, hey, I can't even though it hasn't been scheduled yet. Um, if you decide you don't want it, I give you your money back, but then I have an order that's in, I would probably leave that order in the order bank because again, if we took our orders and they're closed off and when they're like on the Maverick, they're closed at this point. And let's say, and of course, we're not going to get some allocations. We have orders, but let's say we, we did cap ours at 57 and then somebody cancels. Then if I cancel that order, I'm not going to fulfill an allocation or it's going to be filled with the stock order instead. So yeah, that's the only, I mean, it's. It just depends. Yeah. We actually haven't decided. We probably won't take deposits, but um, we'll see. Uh, I think actually the the um, we've done we've done it on Raptors, uh, on Bronco Raptors uh, for people that are wanting to, to get one. We've actually had them put a deposit down to be serious about it, um, and we've done it on the Super Duties. But a lot of times, your Super Duty people, uh, we have customers that need those Super Duties for their farm or for the ranch or you know, for uh, construction, they need that super duty. Um, they don't mind putting that deposit down because they need that truck. Um, so that was a little bit different. I think that's a little bit different customer and such than maybe somebody putting in a Bronco or Lightning or something like that. So, um, Ragnar Khan, the name match is not as big of a deal as it was. No, really in this, this day and age, the COVP is for those private offers. Yes. If you don't have a COVP, so. you're not going to get a private offer on that order. So that's that's pretty much that's how those private offers are given out is if you have a COVP approved order. Because yep. um, otherwise, the scheduling isn't based on anything that has to do with COVP right now. It has to do with the dealer allocations. So. All right. Last question. About how many days before build week does the window sticker become available? Um, I think about a week or so. I don't know. I think it varies, but somewhere around about a week before. Okay. And then you can close the questions. If you have any last ones, we can still do them in the chat. But Okay. Easier to get an HE or a Badlands two-door? A what? Uh, oh, a uh, yeah. Heritage Edition? Yeah. Or a Badlands two-door? I'm going to close the chat. Uh, whoa, that's a great question. Um, 
I mean, heritage. We don't really. We don't know how they don't. They don't even tell us what the capacity is for the heritage edition. At least in the Badlands, we know that they're going to build those at twenty percent. On the heritage edition, we don't, don't know that percentage. So, um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I would probably say Badlands would probably be my call on that. But right now, all of our heritage have been scheduled that were carryover orders. So, but not all of our Badlands are scheduled. Right. So. <laughs> Do you remember Phineas and Ferb? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Doofenshmirtz. He um, had all of his innators. Like all of his inventions had innator at the end. Uh, oh, we have specs innator, which he said we can say just specs. He'll get it. But he had innator at the end of specs bef long before Phineas and Ferb. Is this your longest live video? Well, last week it was an hour and a, it was two and a half hours too. <laughs> so, yeah. I think the longest one went past nine thirty, and I, I think that was like either my first or second week. So, Spectator was two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yep. Okay. We probably should call it a night. Yeah. Any last questions or anything in there? It, um, yeah. Oh, I did. Well, we don't have that many people. I was going to ask earlier about doing a separate. EV live stream, but um, maybe I'll put that out to my the members and see. Yeah, uh, I think that would think. be a good member so, member feeler. I don't know what one else to do it. I'm already stay late Tuesday and Thursday night, and then we do a live stream on Friday for our members. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure when I'd fit it in my schedule, but anyway. Well, mine. If I All were right. to so so I was thinking about doing a separate um, EV um, live stream, but. Don't know because there's been a lot of times where there's like I want to talk about EV because there's been some EV news and such, but we'll just have to see. So yep. All right. Yep. We've, all right. We've dropped off, so they've yeah. all left. Like we went from 300 down to like 100. <laughs> when we said what was the last question. So all right. Well, thank you guys for being on the live stream with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, so if you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit that like button for those few that are left. <laughs> and I uh, appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Anything last parting things? Mm -mm. No? No. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. I know my parents and family are happy. Yes. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I abandoned them back in the 1990s. Uh, <laughs> not good, really a football fan good here. Good to so. see them uh, win now two in a row. Or, well, not two in a row, but a couple recently. So, uh, anyway, it was a good game. That's all I cared about. So, all right. Other than that, all I think right. we're done. All right. So don't forget, stay positive. Be kind to one another. And be kind to yourself. And we'll see you later.